celebrating 25 years of Jaguars football. Into the open field. Leonard Fournette is going to go the distance. He went 75 yards. It is Monday, August 26th. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented by Jet Home Loans. And now, a man whose unexpected retirement would go completely unnoticed, <laughs> J.P. Shadrick. I wouldn't get booed either. Uh, welcome in, Jaguars Happy Hour, no, presented by Jet Home Loans. I get booed anyway. You may, you, you may get booed. They boo, they boo me when I show up. Uh, J.P. Shadrick, that's Jeff Lagerman. Tony Baselli logs is in tonight for Pete Prisco. Pete is in Kansas City chasing an MVP quarterback interview, we're told. So, um, thanks for sitting in tonight, Lon. Sure. Appreciate it. Sure. But, I mean, holy cow, uh, were you guys like me over the weekend? Oh, there's some crazy stuff. Here's what's going on on the show tonight. We'll get to that in just a moment. Uh, Andrew Luck retiring, obviously, the huge news in the AFC South. We'll get back to Josh Allen's performance. That's been the talk of the town over the weekend, I think, until the Andrew Luck stuff. Some new defensive looks for this team. Where do the Jaguars' offense stand after week three of the preseason? Some cuts coming up down the line. Doug Marone hates this week, and we'll go around the National Football League as well. Lots to get to tonight, a jam-packed program. Busy weekend. Busy. And well, then, it actually wasn't that busy for the Jags. It just I think the, the whole – I mean, the whole Andrew Luck thing, I think, shook the whole league. And then the controversy or the arguments about whether he's right, wrong, and different – timing-wise. And then the secondary thing, which is probably more important to all this whole organization, is how wide open the division becomes or changes the look of the division because I thought the Colts were clearly the favorite after what they did last year in the roster, and I still think it is a very good roster. And, and uh, But with Andrew Luck, I thought was the best quarterback. They were the favorite. Him gone, it changes a lot of things. So a lot. Uh, it was an interesting weekend. For the I, division. I, didn't, I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it. I had to double-check the tweet just to I make d- sure. Somebody, Actually, somebody had asked me the question yeah. what I thought about Andrew Luck. I'm like, what are you talking about? Because I was at the uh, was the Bold City show, uh, Showcase the high Bowls. school football games at Bowls, and all of a sudden somebody asked me about, hey, what do you think about Andrew Luck? I'm like, well, I think he's a great quarterback. What do you What do you mean? And they're like, uh, he just announced or there was an announcement was he's going to retire. I'm like, whatever. And I just completely ignored it, and, uh, and then I realized that it was true, and I was shocked. Shocked, but I was like, at that point, I was still was like, Let me, I just want to hear it from his mouth. And then when you saw the the vid- video clip and the and the fans that were booing him and everything, you're like, come on. I mean, the fans, it was too much. It was disappointing that they did, but I mean, he was their franchise. He was the franchise, and it came out of nowhere. And you know, your first reaction, it's the wrong reaction, but it's an emotional reaction because they're tied to their organization. They they yeah. want to win, and so I'm not saying it's okay, but they're. I mean, I'm sure they woke up the next morning and probably regretted right. it a little bit. But at the time, everybody was caught up in that moment. That's right. not how this was supposed to go down. I, I, what we understand, he was supposed to talk to the team and announce it the next day at like three in the afternoon, and it got leaked somehow, and that Jeff was not knew. how it was supposed to be at all. And well. It, it was shocking, like Jeff said, but then if you th- as you look back at the timeline of what has gone on, it, something is not right with his body or how he is rehabbing it or his body's responding or what is going on mentally, like how he feels about the process. Because, I mean, he got a calf. The, the, the story was it was a calf injury in March, April when he started coming back to work out. 
that then, still got it. That then went to a high ankle sprain and MRIs, and he has practiced twice since March in OT, combining OTAs and camp. So something was off. And, uh, you know, this is after coming, missing 17 because of the shoulder. So his body is not responding. And I think mentally, if you listen to what he said, he just couldn't do it anymore. He's tired. Tired well, of it. And it's not just I, a season process. It's a year-round process. Well, but, I, I, but, but here's the thing. I want to say something. Because a lot of guys go through that. Listen, rehab's a year-round thing. Playing the NFL is a year-round thing. That's the way thing. it is. And so what it told me, and this is okay. I'm not being critical. It's fine is that he fell in lo- out of love with football. Or in, because the love of the game and what you do has to be high enough to deal with all the stuff that goes into being able to play. And at some point, it shifted. Hmm. Where the pain and the rehab and the, me- uh, the mental anguish and all the things that go into doing your job as a professional athlete in the NFL and as a quarterback, that got bigger than how he felt about the game. Yeah, and I want to clarify something. Tony's not saying he doesn't love the game, but the the pain and the discomfort and the bad feelings exceed the level of love that you have. Yeah, he fell game. out, but that's falling out of love sure. with it. It's not, it's so, not, I'm not, it's not negative. It's not, it doesn't make him – like I heard red things. Oh, he's soft. He's not a competitor. No, like, come on, come go on. watch Andrew Luck play. He's anything but soft. I, I, I just remember, like, I remember one year in my career – that uh, that I was close to where he was at, mm-hmm. and it was the year before I came here. And I had a shoulder that I was playing with that needed reconstructing. I had a torn PCL in my left knee. I never missed a game. But playing like that and living like that on a week-to-week basis, that's no fun. No fun. And then at the end of the season, you have rehab, and then, then you're like, Arky, you start feeling better, and you start feeling better about where you're going to be at, but I mean, imagine Andrew Luck, where he went through the rehab process for a couple of years with his shoulder, and then now he has an issue that crops up with his with his leg, and it's not getting better. I mean, that's got to be emotional draining. Sure. And here, here's the other reality: the reality is in the National Football League in today in today's game, after seven years in the National Football League, he has made generational life changing money. That's a fact. There's no doubt about he's that. A, he's made more than $100 million in his seven years in the National Football League. And the, and the club isn't going to take back the 24 that they could take. So does, does that factor in? Yeah. I mean, it, look. If, but that's why, but Jeff, that's why I said. a lot of money he, to where you can say, look, I'm done. Yeah, but, here's the, but this is why I think he fell out of, love with, out of love with the game. Because there's a lot of guys who rehab year-round. There's a lot of guys that deal with anguish. There's a lot of guys in this league that make a lot of money. And they continue to do it. Why? Because they love the game. That's what they love. That's well, what, I mean, they're, they're some passionate. Guys, some guys love the game, Tony. Some guys love the money, and some, th- some guys love everything that comes along with it. But so, my point is, so. but there's, like I got asked, so is this going to be something you're going to see more and more of because of all the money these guys make? I don't think it is. You're going to have it every once in a while. I mean, I remember it was like four or five years ago, the linebacker for the 49ers, was starter, I can't remember his name, and he had a couple concussions. And he retired out of the blue when he was in the midst of his career. And everyone's like, oh, my gosh, CTE and concussion scares. And you're going to have all these guys Yeah, retiring. he was draft pick like second yeah, year. Everyone's going to start yeah. retiring because of mm-hmm. the fear. Yeah. It's going to be a trend. It hasn't happened since. And Andrew Luck is Andrew Luck. And he is a guy that wanted to do other things more than play the game of football. But Good every guy in the NFL Good for him. goes through a process of the physical toll and the mental toll on their bodies. 
And I appreciate it, the fact that he was raised right and he didn't have his identity solely attached to football and he was able to make a decision for himself. Good for him. Well, the only thing that would have been, and I agree with you, and the other th- reason I'll say that obviously something where the game just lost its luster is because he very easily could have gone on IR and they offered it to him where he could have taken another eight or nine weeks, no pressure of getting back, take your time, get healthy. and On an IR with a designation to return. return. And come back for the end. And he didn't even want to do that. So he was done. Mentally, he was finished playing football, and he couldn't do it anymore. And if you and know only, that, you don't need to go out there. And you don't need to continue. No. And so that's where I, I actually, I, with Jeff, I respect the fact that he knew he was done. He couldn't do it anymore. He couldn't drive himself mentally and physically to get ready to play a game because he didn't love it enough anymore. There's, and th- th- that's not a criticism. That's just a fact. The only, cri- the only thing that I've heard people say, the frustration is, and, and it's fair enough, is why did he wait till the very be- right before the season to do it and put the organization in the position that he did? My point to that is, if you'd have done it right before training camp, what's different? They're not finding another quarterback. That's right. Well, <laughs> I mean, they're not going here, out and here, getting Here's the reality, else. though. He probably didn't come to that conclusion until he actually made the decision and called the team. Right. I you agree. know, I mean, look, sometimes yeah. things happen like that. Yeah. You know, in the offseason, I'm sure that he was like, oh, this is okay. Because he actually said that the 2018 season was one of the most rewarding seasons he's ever had. So he obviously had fun. Comeback player of the year. And then to go back into that, uh, I think he called like a dark place of uh, that cycle, I mean, it was just too much for him. I, whatever. I mean, look, here, here's the thing. What he has said, I take for exactly what is said. I don't read anything into it. I don't try to decipher anything out of it because I don't get the impression that what Andrew Luck tells you and what is reality are two different things. I believe that he's a totally honest guy and he's up front. Doug Marone asked about this uh, yesterday, in fact, at his press conference at the start of the practice week and an opposing head coach in the division thinking about the other team's quarterback. I know how difficult it is. I know how difficult this game is. I know how great great of a competitor he is. So um, I felt it was unfortunate, you know, that, you know, injuries or, or you know, take a part of it. And um, I'm sure it must have been very, very difficult for him. Um, just a just a loss for the game. There's Doug Marone with uh, you know what a quote there that kind of summed it up pretty easy I think right there and it it is it is um, because he's a really good football great player. football player you know? great quarterback um, loved his competitive nature everything about it about him and he played hard everything you read he was a great teammate and uh, everything obviously just smart guy did it right but here's the reality yep. the game goes on that's right I mean this not I mean it's a shock now, but nobody's going to be thinking about it week one. Yeah. Jacoby Brissett is not worried about this when he lines up. Nobody is. Oh, Guess the, what? The, the team- players and the coaches aren't going to be thinking about it. But, but look, this is, this is one of the, I would say, the most notable early retirements from the NFL in NFL history. Bigger than Jim Brown? I think he's right up there. Bigger than Barry Sanders? Right up there. Gale Gale okay, first, just so you know, both of those guys are Hall of Famers. He's not going to the Hall of Fame. Uh, I still say that this is right up there. I mean, it's big. You're talking about franchise a franchise quarterback, quarterback. Who still had 10 years. In his prime. Could play for another 10 years. I mean, absolutely it's as big as those guys. Oh, I'm saying, but it's not uh, – everyone's it's, – it's the biggest because it's happening to us now. Yes. We live in a no, now I society. I still think like, 10 years from now it will still be ranked right up there it'll with It will be ranked up that. there, but to say it's the biggest ever is No, 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 I'm not saying – who said biggest? You Nobody just said, said – I did not say that was biggest. the quote you said, biggest. 
There you go again. Clean them wax out of your ears. JP? <laughs> Good Lord. JP. I know Barry Sanders was a big one. That's the one I remember when I was a little He was a big kid. one. Yeah, that's, there's, there's no doubt. Did he say I, biggest? I think, then, heard, I think I heard biggest. Yeah, you said no, biggest. I didn't mean yeah. biggest. If I said it, then I apologize. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, <laughs> as one of the biggest. Absolutely. It's a, it's a huge story. One of the biggest? Absolutely. Franchise quarterback, one of the best uh, quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, when he was healthy, top five quarterback probably. Yeah. And decided to hang it up. He it's was, a big deal. And he was 7-3 and three against the Jaguars. Here's, here's the other thing that makes it big. I mean, from a from a financial standpoint, you're talking about a guy that's walked away from ballpark of three hundred million. Yeah, two to three for sure. I mean, think about it. I mean, guys made one hundred three million, and if he had ten more years of playing in the National Football League, yeah. his earnings would have probably been two hundred fifty to three hundred million only, at the minimum. It's only going up. Minimum. He wants that's, to do other things. I mean. I, yeah. I mean, look. I mean, that, that that's that's the reality. So I I think it that that makes it pretty big, huge. Yeah, we've got plenty to get to on the program. We'll discuss the rest of the AFC South. There it changes the division. It yep. changes that changes the division. Not only that, there was some other news from some other teams. We'll get to those coming up a little later. We'll get into Josh Allen's night in Miami on Thursday night. We'll come back and get into Nick Foles' night, his debut as a Jaguars quarterback. That was last Thursday against the Dolphins. We're off and running. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders Homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. Hi folks, Frank Franzi here for the best barbecue in town. That is Bono's. Head to Bono's today, 15 locations on the First Coast and six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today, the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. For 25 years, we've been cheering on our Jaguars with an unwavering loyalty and commitment. To celebrate this milestone season, swing by gate and cheers to 25 years with the Jaguars 25th anniversary collectible cup. Only at gate. Grab your 32 ounce cup today and fill it up with your favorite fountain drink for just $1.25. Then refill anytime for 99 cents. While supplies last, gate serving up more. This Jaguar season, how would you like an all-inclusive air-conditioned suite for your tailgate? Mike Dempsey here for Party Shack. It's a turnkey setup that means no prep on your end. You can host clients, staff, and friends to catered food sponsored by Publix with a full bar, top deck roof lounge, and best of all, air-conditioned comfort with two TVs in each suite. So take your whole office or group of friends to the top-of-the-line Jaguars tailgate experience. Book your company's Party Shack suite right now at jacksvillage.com. jacksvillage.com. 
For tile, wood, and stone, come to the nationwide low price leader, Floor & Decor. The prices are the lowest you will find. Not only did we find lots of options, we were like, oh my gosh, it's so affordable. It's affordable no matter what your budget. I saved a lot of money at Floor & Decor. We came in under budget. Way under uh, budget. Way under budget. It's really the best pricing. You're getting an incredible product for an amazing price. Why wouldn't you want to save money and make your house look great? I love to save money. Who doesn't like to save money? <laughs> Floor & Decor, two Jacksonville area locations. Or visit floorandecor.com. Jags fans, TIAA Bank is ready to be your home team for home lending. Whether you're looking to buy a new home or refinance your current one, we have the nationwide expertise in competitive rates, along with a wide range of mortgage solutions to help you achieve your home lending goals. Team up with a TIAA Bank mortgage expert today. Visit TIAABank.com slash lending team. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA FSB, Equal Housing Lender, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, I mean, obviously there's some good, there's some bad. Um, I think the big thing is it was just good being out there. Um, it's always good just stepping in the huddle, playing a game. It's my first time wearing, you know, the Jaguars uniform in a game. Um, and that, you know, is emotional in itself. Um, so that was a good first step forward. Um, we were able to, you know, move the ball a little bit, score a touchdown. Obviously we wanted to score more points and, you know, there's things that we'll learn from, but all in all, it was great just being out there with the guys today. Nick Foles, you might have heard of him, Jaguars quarterback after the game Thursday night in Miami. Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans, J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, Jeff Lagerman in tonight for Pete Prisco. Where is Pete, by He's the in way. Kansas City. That's right. Chasing Mahomes around. So is it, he needs the extra time to chase him around? Apparently so. That's okay. okay. Hey, it's a big story. So well, hopefully um, Pete can get a little inside scoop uh, that we could use. Well, that's not his job, I don't to, well, it doesn't matter if it's his job or not. We can still steal stuff. Okay, right? that's a good point. That's a good. Point. He's a neutral guy, allegedly, right? Yeah. Oh, he is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I think he's pretty neutral. Uh, pretty. Coming up. Hey, uh, yes. before we go, there, I'm looking at you. Got this board here, Jeff. Yeah. I'm looking at. This what is about for the game in Atlanta? You have a lot of names on here. You don't really need. They're really a waste of time. Like you put a lot of work into this. That's a waste. <laughs> Like, I'm not sure why you have Clay's Campbell's name on the board. So for those on radio, or there's, Jake, a, man, there's a spotting no, chart he's gonna play. that <laughs> is, has a depth chart of defense of one team and offense of the other team. Did you really need to put Matt Ryan down Matt there? Ryan, no. No. No, yeah. no didn't need to put yeah. him on there. Julio yeah. Jones? Uh, uh, yeah, he you, might play. He might. You think we're going to see Julio? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is what a waste this was, but that's all right. You should have uh, just gone to second and third yeah, I know, team. I know. <laughs> I know. And just use the uh, the board with more room to write about yeah, the guys that, that aren't going to make the team. On there on game night. Um, I think it's – well, I will say this real quick yeah. about the last preseason game. Uh, for, for the guys that are playing, that's got to be a bad feeling. Don't, don't let me forget. Let me say this about it. It's a bad feeling from the standpoint of if you're playing you the game. You know you're on the bubble. You're on the bubble at best. Yep. Sure. Yeah. More than likely, you're not going to make it. Yeah. If you're sitting, you're on the team, basically. But then at the same token, you want to play your best because Hopefully this is Other film. people are watching. Yeah, that somebody else might see. So it's got to be kind of bittersweet for the guys that are playing in this fourth preseason game. Mm. You know, so uh, – but look uh, – God bless them. I hope that they play well. I hope they make a team somewhere. 
That's what it's about. Let's talk. We'll hear from some of the guys that are kind of on the bubble in the locker room uh, yesterday, in fact, coming up a little later on the program tonight. Uh, we'll get to Josh Allen coming up a little bit later and, and his night with some reaction to that. Overreaction, you mean? Yeah. The overreaction we called the post game the overreaction hour, but oh, it was wow. uh, it was a, a nice night for him. We'll get to that coming up. Offense, just heard from the cornerback. Mm-hmm. Where do you guys stand on uh, on the offense now after the four drives you saw the other night? Are you more, less, or the same amount of comfortable with the, what this Jags offense is going to be? Do you want to go first? I'm not more. I'm uh, I'm this. I'm like at the same point. Like I'm waiting. I'm see. with you. I'm waiting to see. I'm waiting to see as well. Yeah, I'm like that. Didn't do. Oh, he had two, three and outs, an interception, interception, <laughs> right. then in a seventy-five play drive that was aided by penalties. And the run game still looks not very good to me. Now, the funny thing is, you go back to seventeen. Jeff and I said this team's not going to be able to run the ball. Their run game stinks. Their their <laughs> offensive line's really struggling because that's in seventeen they couldn't move it an inch. Mm-mm. And they had the starters out the whole time. And then they go to Houston and literally just pound, pound the ball, the ball all, day. all day long. Yeah. Crushed them. And ended up having a very good rushing year as a team. Um, and so you never want to read too much into the preseason. So I'm not going to. But that didn't do much for me on Thursday night. And that's a, that's a young, that's young, a bad, young Dolphins team. defense that's not viewed as one of the top defenses no, it's bad. in it's the league. Called, it's a bad defense. So, uh, and they were missing some starters on defense. So... Uh, it, it was good to see, and it was good to see the starters get out there and play a little bit, and it was even better to see that nobody got hurt for the most part. So that, that was a positive. DJ yeah, DJ. Um, but I think he's going to be okay. I mean, he's – and I have, have they said anything about him, by the way? Concussion protocol. Oh, his side protocol. That, I mean, no. knee, nothing about the knee. No, no, no. no and they no. don't have to say anything about it. Was it was not. I, it, the only thing okay. they said was protocol at the game. So it All wasn't, right. had nothing to yeah, do with it. Yeah, because they'd have, I mean, nothing. At this point of the preseason, you're not going to talk about injuries no. unless you have to, because now you're starting get, to get close to the games when they count. That's right. So you're going to be pretty close to the vest with the information that you have. So, but I mean, I, it didn't look like a knee to me. It was just like he just. His mind and his feet weren't working together, and at then the he begi- got at the beginning. The it looked like his knees, like it buckled. Kind of, but yeah. then you watch the yeah. slow mo replay, and it wasn't. Not, he just he just stopped for whatever reason. <laughs> How did Fournette look to you guys? I thought he, he looked, looked good. I thought me. he I thought he looked good once he kind of got out of that uh, because I think there's an adjustment period when you go into the preseason game because you're you're at practice speed and then you have to kind of relearn the the tempo and the speed of a real game. And I thought that once he kind of got going to the tempo, I thought he was really good. Uh, first couple series wasn't so good. I'd like to see him catch that one ball that he had an opportunity in the flat. And I know that and, you know there was a defender that was right there, mm-hmm. but it would have been a one-on-one opportunity. And also, look, he could have made the guy miss and maybe have gotten a first down. I don't know. But I thought he looked solid. I thought he looked solid. The one he did get out there in the in the pass in the flat, he made nice contact with the guy, knocked him down, got an extra five yeah. yards or so. Yeah, I mean that was when you could kind of tell that. Look, okay, now it's game speed, and and he's bringing it. I thought the offensive line got better uh, as the game progressed. Was it good enough? No, I don't think it was good enough. I thought that uh, Juwan Taylor, who had I want to say like nineteen snaps somewhere in that range. Uh, because he was out there with the ones. He might have even had more than that. Uh, he had a little deeper. Yeah, he, went, he, he went with some of the se- uh, Yeah, he went right. second. He went all the way in. He had 20 or 37 snaps. I thought he was okay, but there were some things that he needs to do with his hands to can, to be better. He lets his hands get outside sometimes. And, and I hate to say this, but I thought Cam Robinson had uh, 
uh, a solid night, but he also had this one play where I saw him extend that leg out again, nice. uh, which was kind of a, a footwork a footwork issue last year. Um, I don't know, Tony, if you saw it or not, but it was one play in particular. He kind of he started to round his set instead well, of continued to kick. His sets weren't very good. I talked to him after the game. It really opened up quickly. Well, he had six plays. Um, I don't think. How do you he, feel about it right, when you talk to him? Good. He felt good yeah. physically. Great. Yeah, yeah physically uh, he looks good. Yeah, it's he just felt a, good physically, but he's got to get his footwork was not very good in the game. Um, I thought Juwan Taylor played great for his first game. You got to keep it in perspective. I mean, Jeff's right; he's things to work with. But as far as doing your job, strong. as far as doing your job blocking people, strong. He did, great, he did a great job. Strong. Hmm. I thought uh, Will Richardson take the two uh, false steps starts away, which you can't do. I mean, obviously that's part of it. I thought he was okay. I think he's better than AJ can right now. I think there's more upside. I think they're even. I think you go with the more upside. Um, but it wasn't nearly as good as the previous week with with Will Richardson. That's but it was, but it was, that's a fact. But he's physical. He's big. He's athletic. He gets his back flat, so which like, means he moves people. Um, Put him, him and Juwan on the same side. I like that. Two big, strong road graders now. So I like that. I wouldn't be surprised if you know he's starting. But here, here's I think the no tight end. I, the tight end position concerns. Yeah, me. Oh, and yeah. Jeff I mean, Swain was back in the practice field still, today. That's we, great. It still concerns Tony, we me. haven't seen any tight ends that are going to be on the active roster. Well, you understand? I mean, that's the problem. Yes, that's a problem because it's not like there's no doubt. It's not like you have uh, Tony Gonzalez and Shannon Sharp, you know, off to the side waiting. They didn't block anybody. Or anyway. Gronk, or all he did was catch passes. Okay, you don't want either of them. But Gronk, yeah, I'll take Gronk. Oh, you don't want Tony Gonzalez? Oh no, I just I don't want a Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah, or Shannon Sharp. <laughs> no, no, I don't want other Hall of Famer. But but I think it's going to be interesting. To see what happens against Kansas City on, what is that, September 8th? 8th, yeah. At the right guard position because, you know, with a, a Jawan Taylor at right tackle, there's a rookie. Do you feel better about having an A.J. Can who has a lot of games under his belt now in his fifth season beside him? Or do you go, you know what, let's go with Will Richardson who is in his – his first year, really, or second, it's his second year, but it's, year, really, but it's really his first. rookie. He doesn't right. have any experience. So, let so, him I mean, grow together, kind of deal. Well, right? I mean, do you, yeah. let him grow together is one idea, or the other thing is, hey, look, we've got a rookie. Let's get some experience next to our rookie right tackle, and you feel a little bit more comfortable in that safe zone with AJ. Cameron. Yeah, I don't like safe. Put the best guys out there. Put your best five out there. But it's an interesting debate. I, I'm with That's Tony. What I would do. I, I'm, with, I'm with Tony. The idea is to be at your best. Uh, by the time you get in the playoffs. I mean, obviously you want to get in the playoffs. But the, the, the roof is higher, the ceiling is higher with Will Richardson, in my opinion. All right. There you have it, the offensive look at last Thursday's game. Uh, we're back in a moment, and the big story of the game last week on defense. Josh Allen made his Jaguars debut. We'll get to that when we come back. Join us for a moment, 25 years in the making. Do you remember where you were for Fred's 90-yard run? Guys? We're in the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah, I was in a hospital bed. That's not good. I was in the booth. That's right. Uh, how about Jalen's playoff pick? You were both in the booth. Good. Yes. Those are two great moments. Well, you could be part of the next great Jaguars moment with season tickets in the Jags' 25th season. Mm. Tickets available now. Jaguars.com slash tickets. Go to the website. Those moments could, could happen again for this Jaguars Absolutely. Team in 2019. Back in a moment, defensive talk. Josh Allen right around the corner. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network.
Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders Homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle ramps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hi folks, Frank Franzi here for the best barbecue in town. That is Bono's. Head to Bono's today. 15 locations on the First Coast and six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. The official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Drive it like it's game time. Drive it like it's the two-minute drill. Drive it like Duval. Jaguars fans, own any tailgate in a Ford F-Series truck, America's number one truck for 42 years straight. Experience the unsurpassed capability and impressive power of the Ford F-150 and Ranger. See your local Ford dealer and test drive F-Series, the official truck of the National Football League. Drive it home. Drive it now. Drive it like a Ford. Are you suffering from shoulder pain? If you have clicking and popping in the shoulder joint, persistent pain that intensifies with use, an inability to lift your arm over your head, or a tingling, burning sensation in the shoulder, elbow, or wrist, waiting to see a doctor could make your injury worse. Baptist Health and Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute have innovative and effective treatment options available right now to relieve your pain and restore your mobility. Don't wait. Call 904-JOI-2000. For 25 years, we've been cheering on our Jaguars with an unwavering loyalty and commitment. To celebrate this milestone season, swing by gate and cheers to 25 years with the Jaguars' 25th anniversary collectible cup. Only at gate. Grab your 32-ounce cup today and fill it up with your favorite fountain drink for just $1.25. Then refill anytime for 99 cents. While supplies last, gate serving up more. Yeah, I did. I missed a few too, but uh, those are the ones I'm gonna remember most. I tell you that. But uh, you know, I, I felt better. You know, today me and Clay's had a long talk before, and he definitely had my mind thinking about what I need to do and how I need to do it. So, um, salutes to him and, and Abe on the sideline talking to me too. So, you know, it, it was a good day today. Josh Allen in the locker room in Miami. After his fantastic first half of the Jaguars in preseason week three, welcome back. Jaguars happy hour presented by Jet Home Loans. We'll find out tonight if he can throw strikes or not. He's throwing the first pitch of the Jumbo Shrimp game tonight. Sweet. Awesome. They're playing the Mobile Bay Bears tonight. Have you ever done that, Jeff? Throw out a first pitch. Yeah. 
I did one time. At the Jumbo? No, 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 not the Jumbo Shrimp. It was a high school game. Oh. <laughs> I did the Jumbo Shrimp. I bounced it to the plate, by the <laughs> did way. Did you really? Yeah, I did. I bounced it, yeah. <laughs> so I did it at the Jumbo Shrimp. Back then, they were the Suns. Now the Jumbo Is Shrimp. Is that your bad shoulder, your right arm? No, it's my left. <laughs> uh, if, 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 I wouldn't have gone. I wouldn't have even shown up. And uh, the uh, so you get there, and they and JP, you know this because so they tell you you can throw like five steps in front of the mound. Can't there. do that. Can't do that. No, you just, you're there. Go to the no. rubber. So Come they, on, man. No, they said they said here, throw from here. I said you're, there's no. not a chance. You got to go into the, the rubber. That's yeah, right. you got to. I did the whole thing. Strike. Get out of here. Give me my word. How hard was it? <laughs> I mean, it was lollipop. It, it was <laughs> not lollipop. No, it was on a line. Really, but. I would say sixty miles an hour, maybe. Uh, I mean, it was on. A, it was going to be. It was. He'd been practicing for. No, weeks. I I'm throwing a baseball for years, <laughs> and I. But I, I mean, I grew up playing baseball and pitched in high, uh, junior high and that, little league and all that kind my of. My right shoulder is the one I had oh, re- yeah. reconstructed. <laughs> yeah, there's no tw- way twice. <laughs> I'm surprised you even so, did it. So I had to try. Yeah. I had to try, and I and I said I was like you. They're like you can scoot up a little bit i'm like i'm not doing that i'm going for the mound i would rather right. bounce it or roll it to the plate than the than the scoot up and i bounced it six, and I, I was i was quite content with it to be six, honest with 60 you. feet six inches let's I, go is man. that what it is yeah. i threw a strike now what is, what is I, it the first base 90 yep okay that's let what me I was say let me about. say let me clarify this when i say a strike the catcher did not have to get out of his stance to catch it, <laughs> it that's, went that's over the good plate. yeah to me that's, that's a strike i mean i don't yeah. know if it was like it was an actual that's strike. That I'd call that a it's strike. It's a strike if they swing at it, Tony. Yeah. Remember that. Swing yeah. and miss. I was, there's, that's one thing, man. You don't realize this is not a I'd like to show. see that, by the way. <laughs> Josh Allen throw it. I would, too. Tonight, tonight 7.05. Yeah. But, Jeff, sitting on that mound and throwing it, thinking there's a batter there swinging as hard as he can, mm-hmm. that ball, I mean, those guys, you got to have some you, – you actually have to – you don't have to be tough. You just have to have no brain or thought that that ball can come back and hit you. Because if you're thinking about that, you can't throw. You're done. You'll yeah. have the yips. You can't throw. It's a, it's a like they just have to block. It's an actual issue. Yeah, right? they just have to block guys. that stuff out. Yeah, I mean, I assume right. they don't. Even well, think you got to throw it. good pitches that way. You don't get hit. Well, but it doesn't matter. Major yeah. league hitters are coming back at you one way. Well, sooner you or later, to somebody who's been hit by a comebacker before, and that is a real mental yes. hurdle to come back from yes, for so- some guys. Yeah, sooner yeah. or later, it's coming up. It's coming right back at you. So, uh, Josh Allen. That was the whole. Uh, mm-hmm. Genesis of that conversation tonight. Throwing the first pitch of the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp against the Mobile Bay Bears, seven oh five. The first pitch time tonight. Um, biggest, so, uh, biggest overreaction in the preseason you, I can remember. You think oh, so? Come on. Yeah, he had a great first half though. Okay, what, go over what he did. He had a couple tackles for loss. Two of them. Hit the quarterback twice. Two of them. Uh, what four tackles total? Four total tackles. Okay. Um, was in around almost a lot of the plays, most of the plays, I would say. Okay. And he was physically uh, uh, powerful uh, against the run. Yeah, I, I thought he was stout. When, so when you did, when the announcer didn't call his name, he looked good. So I thought he played very well, and I think Josh Allen's gonna be a fabulous football player. I really do. I think mean, I think it's a great pick. I've said it all along. I still think he has a ways to go as a pass rusher. Um. He's not as like when you when Unique came in here, he was more finished as a pass rusher. Would you not agree, Jeff? I mean, he was a with his hand use and like from the yeah, day one. Yeah, to where, some extent. Where but, Josh Allen is a more physical specimen. Josh Allen. Yeah, no, is, I'm not talking about physical. Spe- yeah, 100. percent But I'm talking hand use and moves and everything else like that. Josh Allen needs to continue to progress. There, he's gonna be fabulous. 
the offensive line of the Dolphins is the worst in the NFL. And the tackles he was playing against are atrocious. The first play, they didn't even block him. Yeah, and so I'm not taking anything away from him. It was a great night, and I think Josh Allen is going to be a outstanding player. Maybe has an opportunity to be rookie defensive rookie of the year, you know, based on his just pure physical ability and his and his uh, his knack to be around the ball. But so, I also so want to take overreaction. I want to take a big yeah. deep breath. I mean, you re- if you listen to Twitter and some of the reaction from the local media, like let's put him in like All Pro uh, Hall gonna, of Fame. Like he's like the greatest player on defense. This is going to be the two thousand Ravens. <laughs> yeah, like Reborn. all the like all of a sudden it's like LTs. We have LT on the field. I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait, back up a second. The kid's a rookie. Learning. Let's not set. I don't want to set these unreal expectations. And he gets into the regular season, and and like a lot of rookies, starts a little slow. So all you're saying is let's not give our let's you know not give ourselves a speeding ticket. That's exactly that's all I'm slow saying. Slow down. Okay. Yeah, tap the brake. Okay, but you're still excited about oh, him as a player. Hundred percent. Okay, Jeff, good I, because I, you were kind of starting to shave my butt. No, 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 no. Not at all. I think Josh. I've said this from the beginning. I love the pick. I love watching okay. practice. He's a physical specimen. If he continues to work in like he does because he listens to the veterans, he's working at his craft, and he continues to do that and gets a couple pass rush moves, the guy's going to be very, very good. Yeah, he's he's, he's going to be outstanding. But he, I'm like, let's, just, I see, let's I, take I, a deep I, breath. I'm not of the opinion that he needs to find pass rush moves. I mean, I think they'll come with time, the ones that where he has a patented move. But his, his pass rush is speed and also the ability to bend, spin, and then to work either side of the, of the tackle. Does he have a patented move like in Gakwe right now? No. No, my point is he but needs to he's learn a good pass rusher. how to use the speed and then go speed to power. Yeah, if he he'll just, learn if that. he just we'll does that. that. I mean, I'm not talking about he has to become like the, you know, figure out how he's going to spin like Von Miller or or get that, you know, hump move like Reggie White or unique. I think he could hand learn all move. of the moves at some point. He, he can't. He's, just so, That's he's got process. that kind of I'm talent. I'm just saying right now, learn to have a game plan, which he's progressing. Of going in, using your speed, and go speed to power, and you're going to give most tackles in this league trouble. I was excited to see the very first snap where they went to a 3-4. That was the first play of the game, right? First, first play of the game. Snap. First play of the game, and it was, kind of, it was kind of weird because they started out with Leon Jacobs out there, which, by the way, they ran 3-4 with Leon Jacobs out there, too. But uh, the very first play, they had Leon Jacobs out there, and then they run him off the field. I'm going, what are they doing? Or do they sub- and then I saw Josh Allen running out there, and I was going, wait a minute. They're not subbing to nickel, so what are they doing? And then that's why I was paying attention to the lineup, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's a 3-4. And so what they essentially do when they go to a 3-4, number one, you're getting one of your best players on the field, which is Josh Allen, at the same time as you have another one of your best players on the field at the same time, which is Yannick Ngakwe. And Ngakwe, from what it looked like, played the Sam outside linebacker. And then Josh Allen played what would be the Will outside linebacker in a 3-4. Either that or they're just playing left and right because Yannick likes the right side better. Yeah, so uh, – We don't know because they only ran one no, snap. No, because Jan was, on, <laughs> Jan was on the left side. I thought he was on the right No, and when he went 3-4, he was on the left okay. side. Then that, then which is, so right. they're playing Sam and Will. They're not playing left that's and right, right which right. is interesting, which they probably could play left and right if they wanted to, which would make some sense. I would put Yannick on the right every time because he's a better pass rusher. Yannick's a better right. pass rusher on the right side, and Tony's right on that. Okay. So, But it was cool. I think they had maybe four, maybe five snaps of, tr- of what I would call 3-4 defense. But, Jeff, they the only game. did it once with those guys, right? With no, and- they did it uh, twice with – Ngakwe and Josh Allen as the outside backers. 
And then they did it another two times with Leon Jacobs with Leon Jacob. and Josh Allen. Yeah, I knew that. So twice, to, twice there. Really, I, there was four, one, but four that I counted in the game of, of true, what I thought were snaps against, of true three four against twelve or twenty one personnel. So against base package, yeah, base it wasn't, package. It, was, it, was, it wasn't a it wasn't uh, any sub or anything okay. like that. Okay. Now when they went to sub, which is their nickel package, and a lot of people at. At times, we're thinking that it was a three-four, but it's the stand-up it's package a, it's where Gockway is a spinner. Yeah, yeah. You know, where he's the what I always call Lawrence Taylor made it famous back in the day when he would stand up and rush from anywhere, walk around and decide and where that, he wants to rush. And that's kind of what Gockway does sometimes. And they have you know Calais and Josh Allen down, and then Marcel or Avery in as the nose tackle, and then Jan's walking around and rushing. Do you from like? I, I actually don't like Jan at that position as much. as I don't I do think at he's the right as hand. effective. I don't there. either. And I'm and I'm with you, but the one time that they did have him freeze up around, some other guys, that was when Josh Allen came free underneath and got a hit on a quarterback. Yeah, it does free him on up a little bit of a game. Yep. So that's right. I like it, but it's not something. It doesn't need to be your staple for Yannick Ngakwe, in my opinion. In that three four, Ngakwe, Allen on the outside, Avery in the middle, Calais, and it would have been Marcel Darius. Correct. But it was Taven in the game. It was game. Taven in that game. That's right. That's a pretty good vibe right there. Well, look, you're getting, your best, you're, you're getting your best players on the field. And during the game, they played a lot of man coverage with that. Uh, are they going to do other things out of that? Sure, they can, they can do whatever they want out of that because Ngakwe and, and Josh Allen can drop in coverage. As you could see from watching Josh Allen make that tack, tackle out in space on the flat throw when it was a fire zone when they were running a 4-3 fire zone. Which was one of the more impressive plays. That like, was every, outstanding. Everyone talks about his, like, unblocked hits of the quarterback or unblocked tackle for a loss. Those are, like, great. I mean, every good player gets unblocked at times, and they gotta, you got to capitalize because not all guys can even when they're unblocked. What was most impressive at 270 pounds of operating in space and making the open field tackle and the athletic ability that I saw in that play, that was more impressive than anything else I saw. I mean, let me add something to that play, what I thought was as, as impressive as the athletic ability. When he's lining up, he's in a two-point stance. And he, he looks like he's coming. And he also takes a peek to the outside before the snap, and he's going to get an idea of the lay of the land. That little peek allowed him to know – that there was traffic coming. So when he has to drop, the back is flaring out of the backfield, and then he has to get to the flat to cover him. Well, there was a wide receiver in Trey Herndon that were there, but he knew that he would have to get clean by them to avoid them to get to the flat to make that play. But to have the awareness of getting clean by that to get to the flat to make that tackle, which shows the athleticism, I thought was uh, was great. Awareness I mean, with athleticism awareness. and everything. Yeah, because together. when you when sure. you add there, there's a there was a lot of guys. In fact, early in my career, there was a guy, and I'm not I'm not going to name his name, but he had so much athleticism and talent, it was unbelievable. But he had no awareness, and so pretty limited. If the guy had awareness, he I would have never gotten a starting job my rookie year, <laughs> and. Uh, but that's good to see out of out of him, you know, because that's typically something that a player doesn't get until a few years down the road. Well, sometimes they never get it. That's right, and I think that's that's all part of the conversation we're having about Taven. Yeah, that's exactly it. Awareness, right? awareness, awareness. Right? I mean, Instincts. Uh, you know, do, do, does he have it? Well, we we, we got to see. What else on defense stood out? Um, well, linebackers. The, miles. Well, now that we're talking about Taven. Bryan, Taven I mean, actually that worries me. The the two penalties were bad. I mean, bad. I mean that's. That's just being smart, and that, that was not smart football. 
And, and, you know, and obviously it's a reaction to the criticism that he's been under or the pressure that he feels uh, because, you know, he had the interview last week and he was talking about how, you know, you're going to see more of the real me and all this. And, well, I hope that's not more of the real him getting the penalties. And, and it's a shame, Tony, because one of the penalties that he had, he had a great move. I mean, power move, grabs the guard, throws, pushes him back, pulls him forward and does a, 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 a pull-rip swim and gets by him and then he chases down the quarterback and then hits him. And it was clear. It wasn't like, oh, I'm not sure the ball was gone. It was right in front of him. And he still, that's when he took like two or three steps and he, and he pushed Fitzgerald and he falls down the ground. Fitzpatrick. And, and a penalty, Fitzpatrick, and, and a penalty comes out. I mean, that's, that was not a smart play. That, that can't happen. It's a concern for me. The depth of the defensive line at the three technique. You know, Marcel Darius has been out with an injury. Um, he, I, I believe, it, I read the report today. Didn't practice today again. Correct. So he's not going to play this week, which is fine. You didn't expect him anyways. But if Marcel Darius isn't ready, you're starting Taven Bryant. And I don't know about Jeff, but there's not a lot that I've seen this camp that gives me a lot of confidence that the consistency is going to be there. Um, with him starting as your three technique. Well, I think he, that's a he, he needs to be better. I mean, there, there's no doubt he needs to get I mean, How do you feel? I mean, Jeff, better. if you're going into the season with Taven Bryant as your starting three on this defense. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not freaked out, but I'm not happy. I can tell you that. Because he, Marcel Darius is a, a very aware, big, strong uh, guy, whereas Taven's still, he's still trying to learn that stuff. And, and to go with what Tony said, hopefully this is something that he does learn. Doug Marone asked about Taven Bryan and if he took a step back in the game on Thursday night. Here's Doug's response. You, know, you just got to fight. I mean, that's the one thing. And if you don't, you know, if you give up on yourself, well, hell, how's, how's anyone else going to really, um, you know, put, keep you along? So, you know, Taven's, you know, he's, he's had a setback. Um, he's probably disappointed, you know. But, hey, he's got to, you know, get his mind right and go because there were some things he was doing earlier that, that were, were really exciting and really would really be able to help our football team. So, uh, and that's what he wants to do. So, you know, strap it up and get your ass out there and go play. It doesn't really sound like a message. Sorry, it's Doug Doug Marone, yes. It doesn't really sound like a message from the head coach. It's like overly endorsing (laughs) the player. It's a far cry from what he said after the first preseason game, I can tell you that. Sure. No, no, he was he was uh, talking him up after that first game. That's my point. Which which I thought was uh, was, overstated. Yes, thank you. But Uh, there you have it. I just think you talk we talked about instincts, we talked about awareness, we talked about being able to make plays. I mean, Taven Bryant is a maybe the strongest guy on the team. Um, physical, tough, all those things. But the instincts and the awareness to make plays we have not seen. And you talk to people that watch about Florida; they said the same thing. That was the, like the knock coming out, right? I mean, Jeff, you watched the tape. That was it. He was always close. Always close. And so now, if that's without Marcel Darius, um, I mean, he's your starting three. And your depth isn't real good there. Let's come back. Uh, we'll touch on special team standouts when we come back. Also still to come, the uh, second hour, we'll uh, get into the offensive line a little bit more. We touched on it earlier. Coming up at Daly's Place, Peter Frampton, farewell tour, September 4th. Chris Young, September 12th. UB 40, September 14th. Red, red wine. And the Game of Thrones concert experience, September 20th. Tickets at dailysplace.com. 
Back with more in a moment. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans and the Jaguars Digital Network. Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders Homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. Hungry for something different and delicious during the game? Visit the Daly's Food Truck in the Fan Entertainment Zone near Gate 1. They call it the world's nicest food truck. And at over 48 feet long, it's one of the world's largest as well. Serving Daly's fresh made-to-order sandwiches, subs, tacos, and desserts before, during, and immediately after the game. You will absolutely love Daly's food and friendly service. Come by and see why the Daly's Food Truck is the world's nicest. Or just stop by and grab a quick pick for the gram. Okay, so we're here to see who's going to go for the win. First off, Molly took it to the next level with the chairs and the coolers. Here comes Emma, bringing it with those killer boots and that portable grill. Oh my, I think she's going for it. Um, Mom, I think the hot dogs are on fire. Hold on, honey. Ladies, where did you go to get ready for the game? Steinmart. Visit any one of our six locations in Jacksonville for all your tailgating needs as we proudly support the Jaguars this season. Steinmart. Saving is a beautiful thing. Proven IT implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum results. Make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Proven IT. Proven IT's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design, implement, and monitor solutions that optimize your business. Proven IT provides managed network services, document management solutions, office technology, voice and data solutions, and more. Visit ProvenIT.com to see how they can streamline your business. Proven IT, transforming workplace productivity. Jags fans, TIAA Bank is here to help you keep your money working hard, week in and week out. Open a yield pledge checking or money market account today and start scoring some of the most competitive rates in the country. To see how we can fit into your financial game plan, visit a financial center near you or find us online at TIAABank.com slash Jags. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. This Jaguar season, how would you like an all-inclusive air-conditioned suite for your tailgate? Mike Dempsey here for Party Shack. It's a turnkey setup that means no prep on your end. You can host clients, staff, and friends to catered food sponsored by Publix with a full bar, top deck roof lounge, and best of all, air-conditioned comfort with two TVs in each suite. So take your whole office or group of friends to the top-of-the-line Jaguars tailgate experience. Book your company's Party Shack suite right now at jacksvillage.com. jacksvillage.com. Yeah, that's always a challenge. You know, um, anytime a guy that's basically, you know, just playing special teams, not getting a lot of work on offense, uh, you know, it's, it's a balance that has to be, you know, uh, gone over and everybody's got to understand how many plays he can get, all those type of things. And, you know, Coach Marone does a great job of that. He, he communicates with us well, and his philosophy is, hey, if a guy's a starter and he's a good special teams player, let's put him out there. Joe D. Camillus, special teams coordinator. Talk to him today. You'll hear the full interview coming up on the Publix Tailgate Show. That's Thursday. 
Um, let's see. The game's at 7, so we're on at 4 with the Public's Tailgate Show Thursday ahead of the Jags and the Falcons here at TIAA Bank Field. Um, good to visit with Joe, of course, always. Yeah, he's he's uh, one of the one of the best special teams coaches, I think, in the National Football League and does a really good job. And He's been in the league for 30 years. Well, in this game that's coming up on Thursday night, there's a lot uh, of evaluation that's going to be going on in his department to determine whether or not guys are going to make the team or not. There's a lot of chaos, too, for him. Yeah. Like we got guys 90. That are gonna, like those guys are gonna be it's like a ninety-man roster. You probably have <laughs> seventy that are available for special teams. Yeah, and like, like let's be honest, they're gonna have fifty-three guys. They're keeping nine on practice squad. Ten uh, now. Ten. Yeah. So it's sixty-three. At least half of those will come from other teams, and mm. probably four, uh, three a or few four. Of them. Yeah, a few of them. Let's say. Yeah, so let's, let's say, say three or four. Let's say between practice squad and the other, um, you're gonna have eight guys from other teams come. So that leaves you at 55 guys out of the 90 are going to make it that are out there right now. That's 45 guys are going to be accountants and, you know, and lawyers and other things. Or XFL. I mean, but my point is not in the NFL come Saturday. And those are the guys that Jody Camillus and the rest of this group has to coach up. And special teams is always the hardest because it's moving and it's Mm -hmm. a lot of rotation and, it's not uh, substitution like is in a rhythm, like offense or defense, because you go out there for a series and you kind of have your plan. It's like sudden, all right, punt team. There's all gonna, of a sudden, like, right, this guy's down or this guy's out. Like, who? okay, who's the who's fourth next? gunner? <laughs> right, sure. There's going to be a lot of tired guys in the game on Thursday night because of the amount of guys that won't play. Leaves the guys that will be playing. They've got to play on defense or offense, yeah. and they got to play on special teams. And there's I bet you forty six. And that was Joe's point uh, in the clip we heard coming back. How do you balance playing time on offense, defense with special teams time too? It's well, tough. I, I mean, look in the last preseason game, you're balancing it with guys that aren't going to be on your roster, and you're just going, "Hey, bub, you're you're playing, you know." So get ready and drink lots of water this week leading up to the game. But there's probably probably four, three or four guys that are going to be playing that are that need to have good performances on on special teams and their positional group to be able to make this roster. Like who? I mean like a maybe like a guy like CJ Board or Trey Robinson. McBride or uh the corner, Robinson, Robinson the corner. I think Josh Robinson, I think he's uh he I think they're So you don't he, think he has to do anything this week? I, I mean he's done everything every week to me for me. I mean so for me I wouldn't I would I don't need anything to Anything seen from him? And it's not like he's a young player; he's his eighth he's year. He's been doing it yeah. for so a long time, and he gets it. I would probably consider sitting him, mm-hmm. uh, just because you know, if you didn't have depth at that corner defensive back position, I would consider playing him. But I think you got enough depth there to where if he's going to be on the roster, that you keep him because it, he's shown to me that he can play special teams, he can play safety, and he can play corner, and that Valuable. versatility. Sure. It has has a lot of value when you're talking about making the decision on a guy who's going to make a final roster spot, much like when we were in Baltimore. Who was that big fullback slash defensive tackle? Oh, or 41. Uh, Ricard? Ricard? Is that his name? No, he's 42. 42. He plays D-line and fullback. fullback. And he was good fullback now. <laughs> so I think it's not, it's not Ricard. Maybe. I can't remember his name. But, yeah, I know exactly. We'll find it out. Yeah. But, anyway, a guy like that that can play offense and defense and then play them both really – Pretty well, play special and teams. special teams, lock. It's for example, if Terrell Pryor could play special teams and play it well, 
like a 228-pound linebacker you might expect to play. So, in other words, if, if Terrell Pryor, we could use his size or however how much he weighs. He might be 240 for all I know. Speed. But if he could play good special teams, Terrell Pryor would play as long as he wanted to in the National Football League. But he doesn't play special teams. Is he going to make it? No. no. I, what's the latest with his injury? He had the hammy coming out of the game. That's right. Did he practice today? No. No. I don't think he did. I, I, I don't know for out. sure. He was out today. I wouldn't be surprised if they waive him injured. That's probably where he's going to end up. Because here's the thing. How much did you see of him all preseason? None. Until last week. What's the number one thing you got to be as a player? Available. Thank you. That's correct. Uh, so, hey, coming up, uh, it's time to party like it's 1995 this Thursday. Wow. Join us for Throwback Thursday, August 29th. The Jags host the Falcons. Buy tickets today and get an exclusive 90s fan pack. Is that a fanny pack? Hand right now. It's a fanny pack. There's a scrunchie in there and a Jags slap bracelet as well. Were you a fanny pack guy growing up, JP? Mm, no. Don't lie. I was not. That was a hesitation. I was not. I like that thing. I'm gonna, I need to give me one of those. Call 633-2000 and take advantage of this one-time throwback offer now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I, like the, uh, I like the slap bracelet. That's pretty cool. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. You and your homies might be lying in I really hate the trip, but I gotta low. As they croak, I see myself in the pistol smoke. Fool, I'm the kind of cheetah little homies wanna be like. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders Homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. At ViStar, we believe in better. And that means treating people better with friendly, personal service that's kept our members happy since 1952. A smile and personal greeting when you enter the branch, an online or phone chat for those quick questions, and a call center that's open every day. If you believe that great service is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Are you suffering from shoulder pain? If you have clicking and popping in the shoulder joint, persistent pain that intensifies with use, an inability to lift your arm over your head, or a tingling, burning sensation in the shoulder, elbow, or wrist, waiting to see a doctor could make your injury worse. Baptist Health and Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute have innovative and effective treatment options available right now to relieve your pain and restore your mobility. Don't wait. Call 904-JOI-2000. For 25 years, we've been cheering on our Jaguars with an unwavering loyalty and commitment. 
To celebrate this milestone season, swing by gate and cheers to 25 years with the Jaguars 25th anniversary collectible cup. Only at gate. Grab your 32 ounce cup today and fill it up with your favorite fountain drink for just $1.25. Then refill anytime for 99 cents. While supplies last, gate serving up more. For tile, wood, and stone, come to the nationwide low-price leader, Floor & Decor. The prices are the lowest you will find. Not only did we find lots of options, we were like, oh my gosh, it's so affordable. It's affordable no matter what your budget. I saved a lot of money at Floor & Decor. We came in under budget. Way under uh, budget. It's way under budget. It's really the best pricing. You're getting an incredible product for an amazing price. Why wouldn't you want to save money and make your house look great? I love to save money. Who doesn't like to save money? <laughs> Floor & Decor, two Jacksonville area locations. Or visit FloorAndDecor.com. Welcome back. Second hour of Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, per usual, and Jeff Lagerman in with us. Uh, I'm here. Filling in for Pete Prisco tonight. Pete is uh, not in South Florida. He is in Kansas City, uh, hammering barbecue and chasing a quarterback around. So. Hammering barbecue. That's right. Okay. So he'll be back with us next week, we're told. That means so. he's like, eating a lot of barbecue? Is that what you're yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's what that okay. is. Uh, so um, we'll, he'll be back with us. Logs, great to have you. Good to be here. Um, good to be anywhere. Good to, <laughs> oh, good to be invited. <laughs> right. Better than not be invited. Good point. That's what Keith, <laughs> it's just good to be anywhere. Right. That's what Keith Richards said at the concert the other week. <laughs> That's yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so, all right, here we go. Uh, second hour of, of Jaguars Happy Hour. Coming up, we'll go around the National Football League. We'll touch on the AFC South, not only Andrew Luck, but some other storylines of other teams in the division the last uh, week or so. It's been a busy week in the AFC South. Uh, let's continue our offensive line conversation. We touched on this group earlier and uh, kind of talked about the game and, and Cam Robinson snaps and the battle at right guard and all that. I, got, let's talk, I want to say one more thing about Cam Robinson. Yes. He's a still a young player who really has played one year, mm -hmm. right? One year and one two year, games. That's right. A game and a half, yeah. A game and a quarter. Uh, not even a game, not even a, game yeah. and a half, a game. Yeah. It was the first quarter he got hurt. That's right. Um. How do you feel about him coming back and, you know, starting 16 games off the ACL after having six plays in the preseason? Uh, I'm not very comfortable with it. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Now, I think Cam – my position on Cam's never changed. I think he's immensely talented. I love his nastiness. He's physical. He's tough. I just think his footwork has been just really average at best and what gets him in trouble. Agree. And um, I'm not going to make any judgments from the six plays we saw. But it wasn't good. But that's okay. I mean, coming back from ACL, just just being out, out there, is just, yeah, just yeah, yeah it's is, fine. Is I'm like, I don't want to be critical. Really, he's working hard. But that has to get better, and his conditioning is not going to be where it needs to be. I mean, I'll tell you right now, I've I've done it playing ten pre, ten plays in a preseason, coming off an ACL. Now mine was seven and a half months, and his is going to be almost eleven. Um. But you're the for that first few. You're like that first game, sucking wind. I mean, it's, it's be ninety degrees. Oh, I mean, you have like sure. you know seventy snaps and on all. By offense. the way, you're playing against a pretty dang good player, <laughs> Frank Clark. <laughs> He's pretty good. Yeah. And so I, I'm a little worried about that. 
I think that's interesting. I think now, we'll, now we'll, let me ask we'll you talk this. about this and we'll talk about this the following week, JP, with Pete and then Jeff and I'll talk about it on the Thursday night show leading up to the game. I think if you're John D. Filippo, you have to game plan for that. I mean, that's a game plan, and that, and you better hope you you're, got a, you're you, rookie right. Tackle. You got a rookie on the other side. Okay, but right now, who are you more confident in? Based on I'm what more, you've seen, I'm more confident in Juwan Taylor. That's my and point. In pass protection, my point is you have to pick one. Yeah, that's right. You have to game. You, I mean, like if you want to actually send guys out in the pass route, you got to pick one. Now, the one good thing is if you watch Philly in the past, and you watch a lot of teams, and we didn't do it for very much in the past. We did it times. I think John D. Filippo will do a good job of chipping on the way out with tight ends, formationing the defense to help his tackles if they're struggling. And you can do that on both sides. Mm-hmm. But as far as like really helping and really game planning, you'd like to only have to do it on one side of the offensive line. I think you have to choose Cam Robinson early just because he's coming off his ACL. And it, I th- I, as I've been thinking about this first quarter of the season, you know, we break it down in the quarters, that first four games, Cam Robinson's going to be a work in progress. And I just want to set expectations for everyone listening, and that's normal. He's a young yeah, player. That's, that's nothing. Yeah, I'm out not of the being ordinary. critical. He's a young player coming up to the ACL who hasn't a lot of reps. It's well, a work in progress. With with that work in progress, we were just talking during the break about making the cuts on this offensive line. Yes. Let's assume that we have eight eight spots open. Okay. Eight spots. I think they'll eight keep spots. Maybe nine, eight for sure. And here and here's why I say eight. Don't you want to keep one extra guy, maybe a tackle, to help out? If you need help with that tackle position. Well, depending on the depth, sometimes you'll keep yeah. nine or ten guys. Well, yeah, absolutely. But here's, here's why I say that. It's because of the way he had a hamstring. Correct. He didn't game. practice today. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you expect him back? Yes, maybe. Um, but you would like to have, since Will Richardson is really no longer a tackle now, he's competing at guard. Do you now want to have a backup as tackle? So, And I know that Josh Wells, we haven't seen him get a lot of snaps in the preseason. Leonard Wester has not been great in the preseason. Ben Ajelana was brought in late in camp. But Wester's clearly the number is clearly the guy, the well, second I, left tackle. Right let now. me ask you this, Tony. I'm just telling you what is by the depth charts and playing time, and I'm not saying I, I agree it. with it. But would you? Would you? Would he be a part no, of your eight? No, he no. would not. All right, but so we not, can all agree on these ones right here. That's not my which job. Which is our starters: Cam Robinson, Andrew Norwell, Brandon Linder. Uh, AJ Can and Will Richardson. We'll put both of them that's in there. Five. So that's five. Cedric Oboehe is six, and Jawan Taylor, your starting right tackle, is seven. There's seven right there. Uh, one. Shatley. Shatley is. I'll say this: Shatley, I thought was going to be on his way out. Uh-uh. But I think he ain't going anywhere. I don't think. I think he's back. He can snap. He can play guard. I've got eight right there. Yeah. Well, the reason why I say Shatley, I think, is a lock. Is number one. Uh. Brandon Linder has not been able to play 16 games in, in quite some time. So, you'd like to have a guy that can ever. start at center I don't ever. Think he's ever done it. Maybe not. But you want to have a guy that can start at center week in and week out. And Tyler Shatley has proven that he can do that. AJ Ken has taken snaps. I would feel more comfortable with AJ Ken in the role. If he's not starting, he's going to be a swing guy for game day. What about McDermott? Good question. He's played well in the preseason, hasn't practiced great. Uh, good question, and hasn't played much in the preseason. But what he has, he's done pretty good out there. Yeah, he's done a pretty good job. But would you, wouldn't you want to have? I would say another tackle. Uh, 
because then Brandon Thomas has been talked a little bit about by the coaching staff. They kind of like him. Donald Green for a while was hot. Yeah, and he's, he's probably kinda, a practice squad. He's kind of cooled off a little bit. He's a bit. practice squad guy. No, I'm saying, but as far as the active roster. Yeah, no, Donnell Green's not going to make the active roster. He's he's a practice squad guy. He was a tackle at Minnesota, and now they've moved him into guard. He is a practice squad type of guy. Let me ask you this. If – you know, if there's the concern about Cam that you just talked about, you know, so and, a, the, and a way he's you know, hurt, and a way he's banged up week one still. That's my point. Do you keep nine now going into the do season? Do you keep Wells as an extra guy or West or whoever they like? Or at that somebody? Point. You might keep both. Let me ask you. <laughs> just because I if, mean, you need bodies. We got eight. If you had, if you could keep nine, Tony Baselli, who would you want to have as your, as your ninth? And we're assuming. Cam Robinson, Andrew Norwell, Brandon Lindner, Tyler Shatley, A.J. Canwell Richardson, Cedric O'Boyhe, and Juwan Taylor are your eight. All right, if you're asking me, because I'm saying who can if I have to get someone to go play left tackle for one game to get me. No, I'm just, I'm just saying is if you had nine roster that's how spots. I'm thinking about it. Okay, good. Then I would right now, and I know this is not the view of the coaching staff, and I only know this because based on playing time, is I would pick Wells before I put Wester. So would I. But if you look at what the uh, uh, George Warhop, the offensive line coach, and Doug Marone, and how they've structured the playing time in the preseason, Wester is clearly ahead of Josh Wells. I don't see it. Now, I don't watch every practice. I'm not in the meetings. I don't know. Just from the game stuff. Just from the game stuff that I'm watching. And practice. And practice. The practices I've seen, I think Wells – I'd feel more comfortable with Wells because of the athletic ability. Wester's more powerful, no doubt about it. But movement, he struggles Can't with. Move. And he guys get on the edge really fast. We saw it on the interception play. He had the, the holding to save Nick Foles. He almost end, died. Actually, he, yeah. uh, Nick yeah. Wells. It was a great hold, Nick Foles, actually. Yeah, Wester was the greatest penalty I've ever seen anyone commit because Nick Foles was about to get hammered. And so I would feel better about Wells because I think you have an issue right now at left tackle. Juwan Taylor's not a left tackle. He's never played it. Nope. He's a right tackle. He's a right tackle. I think he played a little bit of it at Florida as early in his yeah, very early. He's like his a freshman right year. No, he's I know a right he's a right tackle. tackle yeah, but I'm yeah. saying I don't I think it's just like spot duty. Right. Um That's right. Abwe he is hurt. Abway struggled. I mean, at both tackles. Especially at left tackle. We saw him struggle against the Eagles. How bad's the hamstring? We don't know the We severity, don't even know how bad he's not it is. Practicing, I'll say that. Um Will Richardson is a right tackle. No, I'm okay. saying, but if you had to play tackle, sure, he could play right tackle for you. Yes, because that was the idea when he came in. Hundred yeah. percent. But he's gonna. I mean, I'm, I'm, as I'm thinking through these scenarios of like who's gonna play left tackle on the roster. Well, if Way's hurt, Juwan Taylor's not. He's your right tackle. Will Richardson is a right tackle. I don't think he's ever even played left tackle, and he's probably your starting right guard. I mean, who's, who's left? Who's left? It, it, I mean, it's not like you're going to have you, you got you got the choice of really three guys: Wester or Wells. Wester, Wells, or Ajalana. Or and I haven't seen the left Ajalana. Or if if there's a guy on waiver wires, no, out? there's no. not left tackle. There's not going to be a left tackle. Let me there? say this: left tackles don't <laughs> hit the waiver wires. They don't get down no. deep down. No. Put, put it this way, JP: <laughs> Are you picking up uh, Ajalana or Wester if you were to keep Wells? Hmm. If you were another team, uh, probably not. Nope, not okay. unless it was. Maybe dire desperate. straits. Yeah, yeah, dire straits are desperate. Yeah, desperate, I think it's desperate, an interesting desperate scenario. Times call for desperate measures. Interesting you know, yeah. but, it's, but it's very clear that Wellesie is not. A- right, uh, Logs. We'll get your mic back on in just a moment here. The oh, um, perfect. Yeah, the show <laughs> just, just got better. Keep proved here. <laughs> very good. Um, 
But it's it's an interesting conversation. That, it, I'm it, telling you, know, it's really it, this interesting. could go down to the wire here on opening day. It's a concern. And who's up and down and it, healthy and not? It is a real concern. The left tackle position has been a concern of mine all camp. It continues to be a concern. Yeah. And I'm not. And if Cam Robinson's listening to this, this has nothing to do with whether I think Cam Robinson's a good player or not. He's a young player coming off an ACL. That's and it. In yeah. the first in the first few games, it's going to be a it's going to be a bat. He's going to have to battle. And it's not going to be easy, and he knows it, and that's okay. He's a competitor, but you, you, right now you don't have an answer if something were to happen to Cam Robinson. An answer that that you're really unless Obey he feeling great unless Obey is healthy, then he's the guy. Then he's obviously. the guy, and you can and you can listen. Obey, as far as backup tackles, that's a good. He's a good solution in this league. Is having a guy like Obey. Sure. Nothing wrong with that. I, I mean, I, I'm not. I don't want him to start. I want Cam to start. But um, it'll be interesting to watch, and and we'll talk about it all uh, week leading up to the uh, Kansas City game. But that's a that's a that's something that John D. Filippo is going to have to, and that that's, offensive staff is going to have to game plan for with Frank uh, Frank Clark coming to town. Jeff Lagerman's back with us now. Welcome back. I didn't go anywhere. Well, your well, mic you, did. You did. Your I know. Pacelli's playing did, footsies with all, the cords down there. How did it become my issue? <laughs> because he's always you, passing the buck. I man. have nothing. You blame it. You are the you are the biggest finger pointer. <laughs> like what a bad teammate. I mean, just points the finger. Just, like, I mean, uh, I don't look, know how you do it on the other shows, Jeff, but on this show we don't point the fingers. I, we I, take I just point. yell at each other. I we take personal it, responsibility for our actions. I've always caught it like it is, Tony. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> wow, well, that's a fact. <laughs> It's not a fact. I did, I did yeah, nothing. You I were did nothing. Footsies I was not playing footsies. With this cord uh, right here. Okay, you see that one right there? Yeah, that. see your big foot right there? That cord is attached no. to this right here, and you're pulling it away. I'm you not pulling it anything away. Thank you very much. Holy cow. We're back in a moment. Uh, facts we'll try facts. to figure this I out thought it was during bad the break. With Pete. I thought it was bad with Pete on the show. Jeff's much worse. We were on a good run the yeah, first until, hour yeah, and until, 15 until minutes. He just, he, bad teammate. Point the finger. You know what you do when your mic goes out? Just suck it up and figure it out. I'm pointing a finger. Yeah, at I see we that. see yeah. it. We, everyone sees it. Pointing Just finger. wait till the break. You'll point another finger at him probably too. <laughs> um, back in a moment. Uh, we'll delve into Doug Marone's thoughts about this week in particular. He hates it to spoil the, the tease. Uh, we'll hear from the head coach coming up. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Jaguars fans are gearing up and saving big at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and Jaguars players you love. Shop the most trusted brands, exclusive designs by Fanatics, and autograph collectibles from today's biggest stars. Join Fanatics Rewards today and earn fan cash on every purchase. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. 
For 25 years, we've been cheering on our Jaguars with an unwavering loyalty and commitment. To celebrate this milestone season, swing by gate and cheers to 25 years with the Jaguars 25th anniversary collectible cup. Only at gate. Grab your 32 ounce cup today and fill it up with your favorite fountain drink for just $1.25. Then refill anytime for 99 cents. While supplies last, gate serving up more. Drive it like it's game time. Drive it like it's the two minute drill. Drive it like Duval. Jaguars fans, own any tailgate in a Ford F-Series truck, America's number one truck for 42 years straight. Experience the unsurpassed capability and impressive power of the Ford F-150 and Ranger. See your local Ford dealer and test drive F-Series, the official truck of the National Football League. Drive it home. Drive it now. Drive it like a Ford. Jack Hannony is Audi Jacksonville and Jack Hannony is Audi Orange Park. Give you the power of two. Double the selection and double the savings on over 600 new and pre-owned vehicles with payments from $249 a month. Put the power of two to work for you at Audi Jacksonville and Audi Orange Park. Online at jacksaudis.com. Stock number EN01837970. 75 months and 7% APR with 1500 down with approved credit. Vehicle subject to prior sale plus tax tag guideline fees. Jags fans, fill your wallet with one debit card that screams Duval exclusively from TIAA Bank. The Jacksonville Jaguars Visa debit card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features so you can pay with pride wherever you go. And it's yours free when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Up your financial game today. Visit a financial center near you or find us at TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. The goal is to approach it just as any other week. You know, obviously everyone's fighting for a job, whether it's you know here or somewhere else. Possibly, um, everyone's just trying to have their best foot forward. You're not trying to stress yourself out with all these. Oh, am I going to make the team and blah blah blah. Um, at the end of the day, you just got to put your 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 best self on tape. Um, if if you're a, be you're a good fit for this team, then you know you'll end up with this team. But if you belong on another team, another scheme, then so be it. Ely Anku in the locker room yesterday. Welcome back. Jaguars happy hour. The Jags have launched a new mobile app and secured digital ticketing. The all-new official Jacksonville Jaguars app features exclusive content, live game streaming, game day alerts, and much more. Look for secured digital ticketing this Thursday. That means screenshots of tickets are no longer allowed this year, so download or update the official Jacksonville Jaguars app on Apple and Android devices. Uh, that's coming up Thursday night, 7 o'clock kickoff time for the Jags and the Falcons at TIAA Bankfield. Elianku, interesting thoughts. Went around the locker room yesterday and kind of got some different uh, perspectives on what this week holds. And Ely's one of them. He's been around here now for uh, a couple years. Mm -hmm. um, another one was McBride, the wide receiver, who's mm -hmm. kind of on the bubble. But he's a fourth-year player. He's been around the league. And he kind of understands what this week is about. And if you if you play, you got to put the he, best look, those thing Those guys out have there. been cut before. They've done it. They right? get it. They yeah, understand they it. what this week is about and how to handle the rookies. OJP, they don't know what it's about. No, no, they don't know what it's, it's about. It's a weird feeling in that in the just walking around the locker room again today. It just it's because uh, next week, half the I mean, what thirty of the guys are gone. 
It was always amazing to me when when we would have roster cuts. It was it was more of a, a step system than what it is today because you went, we went from ninety to seventy five and then down to fifty three and then they made it now just one cut. That's right. So that they would have more players available to play in the last preseason game. That was only a few years ago. They they changed that. Uh, yeah, last it was year was the first year, ago. I think. Yeah. And uh, I just remember when we went from seventy five down to fifty three. I mean, it was it was a big change. And uh, when you came back in the locker room and you're like, is this all that's on our team now? You know, because the numbers all of a sudden shrink so dramatically. And, you, and it, it is kind of hard. The first couple days is kind of hard, but you really don't want to waste much time thinking about it because, look, you got a, you got a game that counts coming up in a week. So, uh, so it's a lot different. But, you know, a guy like Eli, Elianku, I mean, he, he's rightfully taking the right approach because he's a bubble guy. He's a guy that uh, you now have a draft pick that was drafted in Dontavious Russell from Auburn in the seventh round, mm-hmm. and has been a guy that's shown mobility. He shows that he's got some pass rush. He's got size like Elianku, and so it's going to be a, a tough decision between one of those two guys. And Tony, I think it's going to be one or the other. In that uh, and case. I think it's going to be Russell. I think Russell is more athletic, uh, moves better. Uh, Elianku's really a two-gap type of player. Um, would be great in the. Three four as a nose, good football player. Taking nothing away from him, but I just think the athletic ability of Russell is probably going to give him a little bit of the edge. You know, to, to pick up on Jeff was saying about cut day, and Jeff and I are always in a different situation. I mean, being high draft picks, and then you know you don't worry about that kind of stuff. But what I found interesting is it affects everybody because you have friends. I mean, and it it really the big impact is the closer you like your position group. Because that's who you're really close to. In camp, I mean, not that you're close to other guys. I mean, you're friends with the defensive linemen. You hang – I mean, you eat together maybe, and you have your group of, you know, the clique, whatever. There's cliques within every organization and everything else. But you really become close with the, the guys that you're in the meetings with all the time, especially in the old days when you're practicing twice a day and you're at meetings till 10, 10.30 at night. And so you spend a lot of time during camp, and then all of a sudden these are guys that get cut, and they're your friends. And that's the difficult part because you know it greatly impacts their lives. Some of them have families and wives, sure. and they're you know trying to figure out you know trying to get on somewhere else, or they need to go into the next stage of their career, and living or arrangements, life. and whatever. I mean, just it is. all these different things that go into it. And then the next moment, so that's a it's a tough weekend because you know you're trying to figure out what's going on with your friends, and you're getting phone calls and everything else. But then you show up the week work Monday. And you look around like, okay, this is our team. Let's go to work. Yeah, here come the Chiefs to town on uh, next Sunday. Like literally, you know? it's so. It's. I, I don't want to sound like uh, like having no heart or no emotion, but literally, I can remember coming in Monday, and you almost forget about everyone else that's not mm-hmm. there. It's no different, and it happens all the time. We were talking about Andrew Luck earlier when you're hurt. As a hurt player, like yeah. you're not there, you're not a part. It's like we're going to battle these guys. <laughs> They're still going to tee it up at one o'clock on Sunday. It's, you it's know? like this is yeah. what we're doing, and so it's a really tough emotional weekend for a lot of guys, and I think for the whole team because you have friends. But then come Monday, it's all forgotten about. And head coach Doug Marone has a little bit of a different perspective on this. He's been a bubble player when he was a player in the National Football League, and uh, this one kind of cuts close to home. It's a challenge of you know how much you want to you know get ahead and get ready for your opening game. You know, it's a challenge of making sure you do the right thing for the people that are still trying to make the team. You know, there are obviously always still a couple of spots left. Uh, but then it's tough because, 
you know, I probably can, um, you guys know, relate to the anxiety, you know, with a lot of the players that have been giving us everything they had and, you know, trying to, you know, make it in the NFL and, um, you know, in a couple of days, you know, everybody's life changes. So those are the things that are tough about this week. There's head coach Doug Marone, and, uh, you know, he says something similar to that every year in this week, at the start of this week or around this time frame, that that's a real thing for him. I mean, you know, he has to sit across the table and tell a guy that he's not good enough for this football team. Well, I don't and know he if he's said, the one that says that. Well, he, he wants to have a conversation with each player, and he yeah. does. And he remembered as a player, pretty much he said this at least, he remembers almost every word that was told to him in that situation. So he wants that to be a uh, um, something to remember and, and as positive as it can be in that moment. Because it's not. It's, <laughs> as, a player, as, as a player, if you're going to get cut, you're like, dude, just tell me I'm cut and then let me out of here. Yeah, I'm sure that that's kind of the emotion sure. there. But as Yeah, I wouldn't want the niceties. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't well, and either. And I didn't mean like that. He'll shoot you straight, I No, think. no, I'm not Doug saying, will, I'm not saying you know, nothing about what Doug's saying. Yeah. I just, like, just if I'm cut, yeah. I'm cut. Unless you can help me get onto another team. Yeah. <laughs> You're wasting <laughs> my time at this <laughs> point. Well, i got to go to work. And look, it's, there's a lot of people involved in that decision-making process, and I don't know how the Jaguars do it. Because, you know, every team, going back to well, she, my first year in the league, I remember we had a Turk. You know, he was the hatchet man, you know, mm-hmm. that, that would walk around the hallways or the locker room and and basically grab guys or the hotel if we were staying at a hotel, you know, knock on your door and say, hey, you know, uh, bring your playbook and come on. And you're like, ah, nobody ever wanted to see it. Some people would hide from that guy. Sounds uh, <laughs> good. Like he's going to stop them from getting cut. Yeah, exactly. Well, there, there, there were some guys that did hide. They literally just, hid. They couldn't find him. But you got to remember back, in, back then we didn't have <laughs> A lot no of cell, cell phones. phones. Yeah. You know, they nowadays. can't find me. They can't cut me. Yeah, you got yeah, cell they, phones. Yeah, they can, you know. actually. I remember with the, the Rams hard knocks year, it was the strength coach who was the guy. He would get the text or the email, and he'd have to go up in the weight room. Eh, I wouldn't want to do that. Go. I wouldn't want to do that. Oh, that's tough. It's got to be tough, right? Uh, it's just, I mean, that's, that's, not, that's not cool. If, you, if you've got that job, no thanks. And sometimes like, it's, it can be a younger kind of intern type well, guy, right? Wait a second. It's not that it's not, not cool. It's just a tough you know, emotion. You know who used job. to do it back in the early days? Les Snead. Who's now the GM in L.A. How about that? He used well, to, he, he he used to no, be it here. He wouldn't do it. He'd come grab the guy and say, come bring exactly. the But Tom. he was the guy. But he Tom was, was the yeah. one who cut everybody. Sure. Yeah. But Tom wasn't the one going to the locker room no, hey, bring your playbook. Yeah, was, he, and he Matt McCool, if, if yeah, I remember right, those go, two guys. They'd come grab the guys. They would come and get you and, and then take you down and see Tom. Or a lot of times what would happen is because it was on the weekend, You'd get a phone call. So come, the come last the cuts were the last cuts were done, you know, Saturday and Sunday, or Friday and Saturday after the last preseason game, which was Thursday night. Sometimes a Friday game back then, and everyone would have off, and so we'd all be at home getting ready because we knew the st- season was getting ready to start, and everyone else would be sitting there waiting by the phone, hoping they weren't getting a phone call because <laughs> if you got a phone call. You got to go. You got to come in and get yeah. cut. I remember one of the worst cuts I've ever seen, timing-wise. Tony will remember this. Uh, 1996 in Denver, we were able to sign Clyde Simmons. So Clyde literally. Clyde got cut from Arizona. Yeah, so we're picking him up. So they're flying him into Denver. Well, we have to let somebody go because our roster is maxed out at 90 or whatever. 
So they Back literally – seventy five because it was the last preseason game. Yeah, 75. So they literally call Corey Mayfield. They go to his hotel room, knock on his door and say, uh, get your bag packed. Um, you're going home. You're going home. Wow. So from the ho- – here's a guy that's getting ready to play a preseason <laughs> game. <laughs> no. You know, getting his mind right. It's the day of the game. I think it was the day of the game. And they knock on his door, send him home on a commercial – Airline. Oh, Which, by the way, no. was the right decision. Clyde Simmons, Clyde Simmons helped us win a lot of games. He did. Whatever but happened to him, the other guy? Corey no, Mayfield? I don't know. No I, idea. I don't know if he caught on anywhere else or what, but he's a great guy. Great guy. Uh, always had a kind of an upbeat personality. Yeah, good guy. You know, good, good dude. How about that? Yeah. That, that would be a bad one, I think. You're, you're hoping to make the team. You're in the hotel. You're ready to play. Here yeah, you but go. here's the reality. Let's just be honest. Not. That's the way it is. Let's be honest. Yeah. If they were looking for one guy to cut to make room for – uh, for Clyde Simmons, and it's you. You weren't making the team, anyways. No. And so, what it really just saved him? Corey, Corey might have made it because he he, no. he was on our team of ninety five. I know, but he like if you're gonna have a chance to make it, and they're looking to cut somebody yeah. because they just have to open up one spot. If you're the guy, <laughs> yeah, you're probably gone yeah. tomorrow. Anyways. At seventy five, yeah, 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 you were gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Corey, but that was, but that was kind of crazy. Yeah, Corey Mayfield had a career in the Arena Football League after the Jaguars. In fact, yeah, ninety five with the ja- he was a Forty Niners in ninety two in the off season, Buccaneers in ninety two, Jags in ninety five. Yeah, he was with us one year, and then Grand Rapids, Orlando, the Philadelphia Soul, and the Dallas Desperados until like oh <laughs> five. Like he played a while. He's rolling in the <laughs> AFL in the that? AFL. Wow. Good for him. Good guy. Uh, don't miss the kickoff to college football. Well, the week one kickoff to college football this Saturday. I'll be there. The Florida State Seminoles meet the Boise State Broncos here at TIAA Bank Field. Premium seating still available. Enjoy the game from the Fields Auto Group Terrace Suite, a luxury executive suite, or the Exalta Spa Cabana. Call 633-2000, option two, and get your tickets today. You're going to be there, Tony? I'm going. Yeah, I got uh, Is a junior starting? Uh, he finds out tomorrow. He, uh, him and the other center were sharing time. So he's com- your son, Andrew, is competing for a starting job at center yeah. for the Seminoles. Yeah. Good for him. So they're going back and forth. So I don't know. I, I'm going regardless to be there. So whole family's going. Looking forward to it. Are you going, JP? I'm not. I'll have studio you, you, work. You don't, got, ca- you don't, care, about, work that you don't care about high, uh, college football? I'm working college football that night. In supporting fact. the local game we've got the georgia vandy game on uh, touchdown radio i'm not not familiar with that group we're back in a moment it's jaguars happy hour on the jaguars digital network tito's handmade vodka is america's original craft vodka In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. For 25 years, we've been cheering on our Jaguars with an unwavering loyalty and commitment. To celebrate this milestone season, swing by gate and cheers to 25 years with the Jaguars 25th anniversary collectible cup. Only at gate. Grab your 32 ounce cup today and fill it up with your favorite fountain drink for just $1.25. Then refill anytime for 99 cents. While supplies last, gate serving up more. 
Drive it like it's game time. Drive it like it's the two-minute drill. Drive it like Duval. Jaguars fans, own any tailgate in a Ford F-Series truck, America's number one truck for 42 years straight. Experience the unsurpassed capability and impressive power of the Ford F-150 and Ranger. See your local Ford dealer and test drive F-Series, the official truck of the National Football League. Drive it home. Drive it now. Drive it like a Ford. Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders Homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. At ViStar, we believe in better, better convenience, so members can bank any way they want, whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Jack Hananias Audi Jacksonville and Jack Hananias Audi Orange Park give you the power of two. Double the selection and double the savings on over 600 new and pre-owned vehicles with payments from $249 a month. Put the power of two to work for you at Audi Jacksonville and Audi Orange Park. Online at jacksaudis.com. Stock number EN01837970517% APR with 1500 down with approved credit vehicle subject to prior sale plus tax tag guideline fees. Yeah, yeah, no, he was very tough. You know, he was very smart. You know, he's going to be prepared and ready. You know, uh, he's physically, you know, uh, very athletic and blessed. You know, he's a guy who, uh, you know, just, you know, you knew he had to be a great guy. That's Calais Campbell in the locker room this week discussing Andrew Luck and the retirement of the Colts quarterback. Welcome back. Jaguars happy hour. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, as usual. Pete Prisco out tonight in Kansas City. So Jeff Lagerman sits in. Yeah. Yes. It's great. Thanks for joining us tonight. I, um, I didn't have to have the uh, the different chair either. Well, that's a good. Thing. I gave up my seat for you. I'm a team player. I don't point fingers like someone else does. Wow. Wow. Um, let's oh, continue. Oh my goodness. Our conversation. We started the show tonight with the Andrew Luck news. Of course. If, I, if, if I would have to like point out how many times Buscelli has pointed the finger. Never. On, Never. on the radio airwaves. Never. JP, do I ever blame you? All the time. Oh, Literally oh. all the time. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Really? I'll I'll work on call that. up Frank and ask all him the time. how many times your finger's pointed at him. Never. Mm. No, not, not to his I'm face. just saying. Behind his back. Yes. Let's just continue. Saying. AFC <laughs> South. Hey, Frank would know if you asked him. It's always behind his back. The <laughs> <laughs> JP, I thought I was doing it behind your back, too. I can't no, believe you No, you sit here to my face. Dang it. Yes. Um. Andrew Luck news, obviously the big news of the AFC South, but not the only thing going on in the division this week. Lamar Miller tore his ACL in Houston. He's done for the season. And then Taylor Awan officially suspended the four games for the violation of the performance-enhancing substance policy. He had announced it earlier himself. 
it became official just a few days ago in Tennessee. Those are just a few of the headlines in the AFC South. Well, Lamar Miller, they traded for Duke Johnson, right? Yes. Of the Cleveland Browns, so he's going to be able to step in right away. The interesting thing about the Colts, the last time that we saw Jacoby Brissett play an extended amount of time, it was when they traded for him at the last second in 2017. And Tony loves him, thinks he's a franchise-type quarterback. But now we're going to actually get an idea whether or not he is. This is your – It's a little bit of an overstatement. You called him a franchise quarterback. No, I did not. I said I like Jacoby Brissett. I think it was a good trade back then because they needed him. I've never said he's a franchise quarterback, <laughs> ever. I said he. I like him. I like the trade. I think he has a chance to be a franchise quarterback. I don't oh. think I never said he was a franchise quarterback, and I stand by that. I think he has an opportunity. The guy was thrown in, won four games, not knowing the playbook on a bad roster that was built by our GM friend that was Grigson. Grigson that was terrible. It's one of the reasons Andrew Luck got hurt so much. He got pounded all the time. They didn't build up front. Chris Ballard's a He's doing a really good job. Really good job. Yeah. He has talent around him. He has a, a, a above-average offensive line, better defense, yeah. got weapons, and he has now been in the system for a whole year, and he's going to know the Frank Wright system. I think well, he has a chance for to be two a years now. No, one year, because Frank Wright's only been there a year. Well, yeah, Frank's, but I mean, he's been as a as a. In, I know, but it's a whole. Pulse. I hope right, it's a whole right. new I system. Got It'll yeah. be interesting to see how he plays. I'm not though. saying he's a friend. I think he has the opportunity. I like him. I love the trade when they did it. And I think he has a chance. How about uh, – I'm just going to ask this off the cuff. Um, your AFC South power rankings right now. Oh, One, two, God. three, four. One, two, change. three, four. It's got to change. The with, Colts uh, are now four to me. Four. Even with, uh, even with yeah. all the things you just said about yeah. they're still okay, you know? Uh, I would say Titans are three. And flip a coin between the Jags and the Texans. Hmm. What about you, Logs? Mm. And I might flip the Colts and the Titans. Mm. Tell me your ranking again. One, top I'm going to flip it. I'm going to change it. Titans four, Colts three, and then flip a coin between the Jags and the Texans. I'd be the same. Hmm. Where I'd put it. I think that's fair. I think the, the losing luck, change, I, I would have put the I Colts put as the favorite. To win if the division, not if anymore. A healthy Andrew Luck, it would have put them one at the division. Preseason, I mean, just ranking wise. Yeah, we're just you know, doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Just curious, but that's a, that's a pretty big deal now. And then you also factor in the loss of a running back in Houston. That's not as big a deal. No, 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 no. I mean, nothing's Still as big as starting running back, a quarterback. Though. But he's but he's he's a guy, right? And they were going to have kind of a two headed running rushing attack behind an offensive line that's not very good that takes pressure off of them trying to protect. Their quarterback. That's that's kind of a big deal. It's not like a quarterback, but it's but it's a big deal. Still the starting running back. Listen, Lamar yes. Lamar Miller at at best was the third most important person. I mean, third. Deshaun uh, Deshaun Watson, the quarterback, and uh, uh, Hopkins, the receiver. I mean, if they lost one of those two, I'd be concerned. Clowney ain't in there yet either. No, he's not. It's a big one. They should trade. They should trade him. He has not signed. So, and I, there's been talk about. Maybe uh, a trade. Could, could that happen for Trent Williams, who is the unhappy Washington Redskins left tackle? Well, the Skins say they're not getting rid of him. Ah, that's they, BS. They want him to. That's, that's they, BS. They, that's what they say said. that on the radio? Yeah, that's I'm allowed what they to say said? BS. Everybody BS. knows that's oh, BS. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Beep the em. price isn't Beep right. Beep please. I guess. BS. No, here's how you know it's, it's BS. Oh, it's because the rumor em. was put out that the Patriots BS. offered a future one and that they turned it down. 
Well, there was later that came out that wasn't true. Yeah. Well, it wasn't true from the Patriots' standpoint, but the Redskins probably put it out there just so that they could broadcast in an Listen, indirect Jeff way. Jeff hates the Redskins. Hey, he hates. We're the, open for business. He hates everything about them. The Redskins him. are. I don't have anything against yeah, the Redskins. Yeah, you do. Let's I just be think that the way they operate is a joke. Although, if I were the Texans, I'd make the phone call because I don't think they're going to get Clowney in. They're not going to pay him. If they can get Trent Williams, who's had a bunch it, of injuries. Isn't that a, the perfect thing that Dan Snyder would do, though? Yeah. Is to sign a guy like Clowney. What do you think? You like that trade? We've <laughs> got <laughs> <laughs> a guest joining us in the studio, an unnamed guest uh, in and out quickly. Uh, there you have it, though. The AFC South just kind of some big headlines over the last uh, two, three, four How days. How would you rank so. them? The Texans have issues, though. I don't think they're great up front. I think the Texans right. are great up front. But quarterback? Yep. They have the best receiver maybe in football. Yep. I like DeAndre Agree. Hopkins. I will, the I will, defense is going to be good. It does. If they don't have Clowney, it, it takes them a notch down. If Clowney doesn't get in there, doesn't show up, I would put Jags one. Mm. Because I think the defense is the it, same. He is so disruptive on defense. Yes, he, he is. is that. Now that he's healthy and, and ready he, to play. Well, and he was that. disruptive. Yes. I mean, the last two years, he caused good his, his right. numbers aren't great. Really good. But he just, like, beats up people and is in the backfield, and guys are coming free because of him. How about you, JP? My rankings. Um, yeah, Colts. Still one. No, at the bottom. We're starting from the bottom. Oh. Mm. Uh, Colts down low. I don't, the, Tennessee is right there, too. Though. Ten, but this whole th the thing for me is that the Jags somehow have to figure out this Tennessee thing. They're going to beat them twice You, you know what the word is in Tennessee? It's a lock. Is that, it's a uh, lock. You're already locking? Lock, lock it. Okay. The word, the word in Tennessee is that Mariota's getting outplayed. Right. Right? Did you watch any of the game? By who? By the guy that uh, – Tannehill. Tannehill. Yeah, that's, played, that's the, the word in Tennessee. Night. It wouldn't surprise me. So, but the Jags still have issues with them. No, they don't. Not this year. You got to stop being negative. If you keep the on Texans saying it, it's a problem. Just lock it right points. now. Lock it right now. The Titans. Are we will going go six down in the division? The Titans will you lose, lock that lose both games to the Jaguars. The Jaguars will beat them here and in Nashville. Take it to the bank. What's the date today? Yeah, it's these August 26th. Right that August was the Tony Vasilli lock soundbite. Lock it. Thank you. Uh, My first lock of the year. Give me Titans, Colts, Texans, Jags, 4-1. to one. Jags okay. at the top. I got you. The defense mainly. We don't know what the offense really is yet, but you have a feeling it can be good if guys are healthy. You know, It was last year when guys were healthy early. I saw, was it Sports Illustrated that have the Jags as a five-win team this year? Yeah, yeah there's people picking five, six wins for the Jags. And it, who knows? They had right? five last year. Well, last year they were all getting – they were picking the Jags to go to the Super Bowl. This year they're – so let's hope that uh, they're Yeah, wrong but they both. got a Super Bowl MVP now playing quarterback. Let's hope they're wrong both times. I hope they, they are. wrong last year. Let's hope they're wrong this year. We'll come back. We'll go around the National Football League. The rest of it. Since we've already touched the AFC South, we can continue our you know, AFC like, South. Uh, if like you the want. Tennessee Titans, you can lock some more things. The Tennessee Titans is an interesting team to me because I like Mariota. I'm just not. I mean, Jeff was high on him coming out. I was not. I was. Um, I'm a franchise guy coming out. I don't think. I don't think he went generational. I didn't think he was generational. But I did say that I would take him over Jameis Winston. Yes, and I said I would not, and I was right. So you were. Yes. I think everyone in the NFL would take Jameis Winston more than Mariota. Look at their numbers. I don't know about that. The football season is How about you, up. JP? Who'd you take? I don't. Take. I don't, you have to pick no. right now. No. You're the GM. I don't. One. Mariota, Winston. We're, gonna, we're running the, uh, no, the, now. the box offense. We're no. not, we don't need a quarterback. No, right uh, now. Football season. No, nope, can't Give talk. me Jameis. Jameis, thank yeah, you. Thank you.
Uh, football season heating up. There's no better place to cool off on game day than the Exaltus Pacabanas at TIA Bank Field. Host up to 50 of your closest friends, family, and colleague for a one-of-a-kind experience. For a limited time, buy a Spock Cabana for Thursday night football against those hated Titans and get a free Cabana for the season finale against the equally hated Colts. Don't miss this amazing offer, 633-2000. Call them right now. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Proven IT implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum results make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the jacksonville jaguars proven it proven it's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design implement and monitor solutions that optimize your business proven it provides managed network services document management solutions office technology voice and data solutions and more visit provenit.com to see how they can streamline your business proven it transforming workplace productivity how would you like to see your child roaming the same field as our Jacksonville Jaguars? Well, you can if your child is selected as Daly's kickoff kid. One Daly's kickoff kid is chosen before every Jaguars home game to run onto the field and retrieve the tee after the Jaguars kickoff. Your child will also be on the field for the game's official coin toss. Winners receive four club seats, pregame field passes, an autographed Jaguars football, and lots of awesome treats from Daly's. Register your child today at jaguars.com forward slash Daly's KOK. Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle ramps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing, the proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hi, I'm Josh Lambeau. Do you like football? Lambeau drills it. You love your little furball? Interested in helping homeless pets? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you'll want to sign up for Pet Paradise's Points for Pets program. Each time a field goal is made at a Jacksonville Jaguars home game this season, you will receive $3 to use at any Pet Paradise location, and we'll also donate $3 to help North Florida homeless pets. Visit jaguars.com slash petparadise to sign up and let us give your furry friend an unforgettable visit. Okay, so we're here to see who's going to go for the win. First off, Molly took it to the next level with the chairs and the coolers. Here comes Emma, bringing it with those killer boots and that portable grill. Oh my, I think she's going for it. Um, Mom, I think the hot dogs are on fire. Hold on, honey. Ladies, where did you go to get ready for the game? Steinmart. Visit any one of our six locations in Jacksonville for all your tailgating needs as we proudly support the Jaguars this season. Steinmart. Saving is a beautiful thing. Jaguars happy hour. Welcome back. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, Pete Prisco out tonight. Well, uh, I guess we'll look forward to having him back next week. Of course, ah, we will. It depends who you are. 
Have Jeff, Jeff Lager would have filling in valiantly. Speaking of Pete Prisco, who is uh, interviewing arguably the best young quarterback in the NFL today. Are you going to remind us again that the Jags could have had him? Well, they could have. Right, thanks. But have you guys seen the highlights of some of their preseason action? They, they have like eight guys who run like 4-3. <laughs> They're just running around everywhere, right? They're so Flying. fast. They are. They are fast. How about so you know all this talk about? And we talked about this a couple of weeks ago with, when the Jags didn't play their starters the first two weeks. Well, here's Mahomes going out there, scrambling around. They play. They played diving, every week, by the way, diving toward the end zone. And I mean, it's I that mean, was that was the dumbest, what the dumbest doing? scramble I have ever seen in an NFL. And if it's a real there. game, he might try to dive for the end zone. I think he slid at the end of the one yard line or something. But that kind of no, thing no, 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 for that, the MVP, man. Andy Reid had a little talking to with him about that. <laughs> but I mean, that was they have they have a lot of weapons. And uh, but Jeff, I mean, what, how much? You, what do you think about that though? I mean, they're literally playing those guys every week. Or the first three weeks. I doubt they'll play week four, but. Well, I mean, is it the right answer for them? Maybe. Is it the right answer for this team? Maybe. I, you know, I, I th- like I said before, I kind of sit on the fence well, on this issue, where you, whether you should or should not play yeah, that's your a, players that's a safe in the preseason. Place. Why don't well, you just like, give an opinion? Let's go. The, I did. The world wants I did. to know. I mean, in some, in some instances, I want to see the Jaguars well, play their offensive members. What do you think about the Kansas members. City doing that? I mean, this is the best. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. That's, that's I would not play I them asking. every game. Yeah. And I, and I think that's a mistake by Andy Reid. I thought you were talking about no. I'm talking the about this, with the Kansas City. But that's his yeah. philosophy. With them, I, well, I would. I mean, go. I just I wouldn't do that. I mean, look, it's 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 a different NFL with the amount of talent that you have and and the the quality of your backups. And look, maybe they're different. They feel like they've got great backups, but most teams don't. And you're talking about the best young quarterback in football that just made a decision that could have cost him and the organization greatly, if. Somebody were to whack them in that instance. So to me, it's all about risk reward, and I would agree, with Jeff. I don't. I see no reward. Um, I liked him playing. Like I would have played Nick Foles in that offense in week two. So I'm fine with him playing week two, week three. I don't think you need to play one or four. Going back to the uh, the, the last time we had the the power rankings, AFC South power rankings, our first edition, which we'll have on this show. A good I locked bit in the regular season. Yeah, I locked. You locked. What did you lock? An undefeated no. I locked division? the no. I a locked Titans. the Jags would beat would sweep the Titans. And the reason I bring this up is that in in my power rankings, I, the first thing I said was that well, the Jags got to get past this Titans thing. Well, this Titans thing is that the Titans have won six of the last seven meetings against the Jaguars. You know what that means for this year? Not much. Nothing. Nothing. Huh? It means as much as you allow it to mean as a team. Like, if you want to go dwell back and think back to what's happened in the past. The last but, thing I remember coming, is Derrick Henry running 99 and a half but against guess what? the Jags. For this team, come Thursday night of week three, or week two, what week is it we playing on Thursday? Three, week three, I think. Week three, here, after Houston. Yeah. Thursday night. Here. None of the, that doesn't matter. doesn't matter what happened last year. Mm. I'm a firm believer in that. I think we make too much of that. Streaks and all that stuff, it's nonsense. I, I would like if you allow it to affect you, it will. Well, it's a fa- it, uh, whether it's affected a team or not. The reality is the numbers aren't aren't lying. No, no, I'm not saying that, but it shouldn't. What does it have to do? What happened last year or two years ago, or five years ago, or ten years ago? What does it have to do with this? Team? They need to bring you in and talk to the team the night before the game. Bring yeah. me in. Let's like go. That. Monday That's of the Titans. Idea. I have a very small. The number one <laughs> Jaguar of all time is here, Tony Bissell. I'll wave it for them because that's how much I hate the Titans. And- <laughs> I've locked it, so I need I need to participate in this. Uh, you did lock it. I locked it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I just like, what does it mean? 
Like for Nick Foles, who was in Philly last year, what does he care? Hey, isn't Rackpo retired now? Didn't they Derek Morgan, Rackpo? I haven't gone that out, far, right? Maybe, yeah. No, Derek Morgan's still there, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I think he retired. Derek Morgan retired. He's uh, He retired, too. I don't know. My point is, it does not matter. Like, Nick Foles wasn't even here. That's why they picked yeah. up Cameron Wade. You know who lost to the uh, Titans last year? The Eagles. Think about that for a while. So, Foles does know about the Titans. No, but it doesn't matter. Okay, Josh Ooh. Allen was in Kentucky last year. Who cares? None of it matters. Mm-hmm. Well, didn't he lose to Tennessee? <laughs> Probably. <did. laughs> okay, we're all, I, I give up. I'm trying. It's not working. The volunteers whooped him, I think. Uh, I think Kentucky actually beat him last year. Yeah, I don't think volunteers are whipping much of, much of anybody right yeah, now. Let's so uh, good try. Let's come. Uh, let, let's continue. Uh, let's go around the National Football League, shall we? We're out of break. Confused? Like, we're did. not taking another commercial. Break. Why not? Um, let's start off with Patrick Chung. Pleading not guilty to cocaine possession charges. Waived his arraignment though. scheduled for this week. Next court appearance, November 8th. So what was the story? Did they come into his house and found the cocaine? Like he had a break-in or something I read, and then the police came in? Or like how did they find the coke? I don't know. But I, but it was it happened back in like June. June it was a 25th. while back, yeah, or something. Look at the mm. details. I want to know how they found it. What is the, and you, right, we'll get to that, yes. But, well, it um, matters because that's his whole defense. He's going to have some defense that it wasn't his coat. It was in New Hampshire. Um, the arraignment was uh, scheduled for this week. He waived it. Uh, and we'll get the details. i got I to dig through the details. Not a little bit more. But no, for the good. Patriots. My point is, he, that's his defense. I, it's not my coke. It was someone else's cocaine. So, Grand yeah. jury charge um, on June 25th in Meredith, New Hampshire, where Chung has a residence. So... Yeah, I, I thought I read somewhere, but I don't want to say that's – whatever. That's his defense, but he, it's not It's not a good look. Because the leaks is for that. just that. I hope it's, no. I hope it's not his. Not not for him just to be yeah. you know, get off or anything like that, just for his personal well-being. Because if he's using coke, it ain't going to end good. I'll tell you that. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, we've mentioned the Colts. Yeah, we've talked about a, him a lot of the show, yeah. right here, right? Um, well, he's the Colts' starting quarterback now. Yep. No, you know Andrew Luck retired. Really? I don't know if you guys heard the start of the show. Okay. Wow, great! But apparently, Brissett does not have an official agent. So apparently, agents around the league are oh. ringing his phone off the hook. Right oh, now I'm sure to try to get him aboard. How about that? Yeah, I'm sure. In fact, uh, when we were down in Miami, we saw. One of the powerhouse agents Drew Rosenhaus. in the hotel saw him on the sideline, which is Drew Rosenhaus. And I don't know how many clients that guy's got. A lot. But he can – I don't know if there's a person on the planet that does a better job of managing people than him. Scott Boris, baseball. Yeah. Has a lot as well. And probably makes more money because of the baseball Guaranteed. contract size. Yeah. yeah. But that's <laughs> about it. I mean, in Funny's the NFL just world, me. sure. I mean, in the NFL world, I mean, Drew Rosenhaus He's the guy. is – the man is he still the guy? Oh yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying. I don't know. Uh, I mean, is I he still the biggest else. agent? I would say so. Yes. Right? Is he? I have no idea. Yes. That was a question. I don't know who is. But, but uh, yeah, that's pretty, pretty interesting. Something else. Um, rest easy now, guys. Antonio Brown has multiple offers. He's of gonna helmets make money to out of this whole deal. Is the crazy thing. Antonio that? Brown is gonna make cash from this fiasco of the old only helmets. player in the NFL that will have a helmet deal. Does any other player have a helmet deal in the NFL? I don't, know. I I don't no think idea. they do. He's going to be doing commercials for Rydell or whoever. Yeah, whoever. I think right. it's shut. Isn't it shut? Because he wore a shut helmet okay. before. Yeah. No, nobody's saying for sure. Well, I'm but just saying his he has old multiple, helmet, multiple his old offers. offers. Yeah. 
Shut. He might have a new helmet. S C H U T T, right? Yep. For okay. the highest bidder, uh, Antonio Brown can uh, speak about helmets for you and wear one on the field. I don't know if, I mean, the helmet company can do it because it's going to be great publicity. Make no mistake. But if you're, if you're a company and you've seen Antonio Brown's behavior over the last two years, would you want him being your spokesman? Well, here's the thing. Whoever gets him is going to get a lot of press. And at the end of the day, what do those helmet companies want? A Exposure. lot of press. Brand. They mm. want their brand out there. Well, with this whole idiotic craziness about a helmet and not missing, not showing up to practice and appeals. That's got to be one of the craziest stories nuts. ever in the NFL. But whoever he goes with By is going to get a lot of press and people are going to be talking about it. Name me a story that's been crazier than that. This year? No, in the history of the league. Deflate gate. The, the 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 how much air pressure was in football? Yeah. Whether Tom Brady that knew was or not, that was one. way weirder. Yeah, yeah, that was a weird one. That one went on and on, on and on for like years. But think about a, a person like a personality in the NFL that became a story like that. Is there another oh. one? That's, I mean, I mean, you remember when Dion was playing? He was yeah. a story all the time. Yeah, so. but not like this. I mean, this is this is craziness. I'd have to think back. It's, yeah, odd. it's just that's, odd. That's a little different. Very odd. Um, the Falcons want to get Julio Jones' new contract done before the season. Do you think they will? Yeah, I think it's already done. I think it's just a matter of them Are announcing you, Is this that. breaking news? Are you breaking no, something? No, no, that no. I'm, Jeff Logan. I'm not breaking news. Jeff.com reports. Jeff uh, is breaking that Julio Jones has a new contract. How many touchdowns does he average? Because you know you About two. You, you talk to a lot of people, and his he single digits touchdowns on a yearly average. He had like one or two last year, and two the year before. Not very many. So, Tony, you just keep picking them in fantasy football on game days. No, I'm going with Antonio <laughs> Brown, new helmet. <laughs> but would you still consider Julio the best receiver in the no, game? No, I do who's not. number one? DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins, number one. If I'm picking a receiver for my team, it's DeAndre Hopkins is my first pick. Yeah, um, last year eight touchdowns for Julio. Three have, the three, three the year before, before that. Six, eight, six, two, and then twenty twelve he had ten. That's his high water mark. That was his second year in the league. Go look at DeAndre Hopkins numbers. Oh, Would you they're, they're much higher? You you probably take Hopkins over Julio. I'll take Odell Tyreek Be- Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill. I'll take Antonio Odell Brown. Odell Beckham oh, if he's Antonio in his Brown. right mind. I mean Odell, like if he's gonna like when he's if he's balling. If he's balling, he's amazing. Right. I mean that's a handful. I mean, that's right off the top. Of my how about uh, AJ Green, Green healthy? Unless Jalen Ramsey gets in his head again. Yeah. No, Julio's very good. I mean, he's yeah. he's he's anywhere from three to six, seven, eight. He's right there. Yeah, he's in there somewhere. Yeah, he's I mean, really good. He's not he's not worthy of being the top paid wide receiver in the league, in my opinion. That's that's Hopkins. That's Tyreek Hill. That's Antonio Brown. Without the craziness, but the guy can still do things. Oh, he's very good. Sure. Can't. Very sure. good. He's an, uh, an amazing athlete. Like take your Alabama bias. <laughs> I had nothing to do with that. I'm just saying, like just watching him. But play. if you look at, and I'm going to keep, I keep on saying his name, DeAndre Hopkins. If you look what he's done with the quarterbacks he's had to play with and the numbers he That's puts a, up, right, is That's unreal. An Could point. you imagine if DeAndre Hopkins had yeah. Matt Ryan? He or, did not have a drop last year. But put, put him with one of these big-time quarterbacks. Hopkins did not have a drop. And it's yeah. not like – Hopkins with Ben Roethlisberger? That's crazy. Yeah, he's had a rotation of quarterbacks, bad offensive line, fill in the blanks. It's he's been it's no crazy. help at receiver. He's nuts.
the NFL and the NFLPA are meeting for a seventh CBA full bargaining session tonight and tomorrow in Chicago. They're saying a new deal before the start of the year is unlikely, but talks are moving in a positive direction. The CBA expires after 2020. And remember, the commissioner um, early, a while back, said he would want it to have a deal done before the season. It sounds like we're getting close now. But they're still meeting and moving ahead. Before this season yeah. or before 2020? This season. I think the more important the is, is to make sure it's done before Obviously, 2020 because after 2020, then you're going then crazy you're, and lock out and everything else. I hope it gets done. I hope it gets done. I don't see any reason why it can't get done. Considering what the league went through the last time this happened, I wasn't in the league then, but just watching it from the outside, just the you don't want to be on that storyline of lockouts and, and this is bad for business. What, for really was it? How bad was it? Like what happened? Like it's, what, just so, it's just the negative. Okay, you don't want that happened? everywhere, do you? Well, they came back and played football. Nothing happened. happened. Still the number one. Sport number one American sport. I'm not saying it's. I, I get what you're saying. If you know what you, I mean? Like you don't if want you the, don't if it. The if important you can avoid thing was it, though there was no missed game. Right. If you can avoid it, great. The only time where it's to get negative, you start taking games away from then, America. Then, it, then it's going to impact. Then it's going to impact. But the way that even it was an annoyance last or last seven time. eight years ago, whatever it was. Eleven. Right? Um, but I think it gets done during the season or next off season before. I think it's done for sure before the 2020 season. Yeah, it'll be done. The big question is: is what do they do with preseason? And are they going to from sixteen to eighteen? They got to address the preseason games. They got to. I agree, Jeff. And they and they don't need to change the regular season. I actually, games. I probably would lean towards Jeff on that too. All right, fellas, uh, Tony, well done. Hey, Blogs, thanks for sitting. Yeah, in thanks there. for coming in, Jeff. Way to go! <laughs> Just get out of my seat. <laughs> Best show of the year. Uh, Joe Fortunato, Brent Reber, I'm JP Shattuck. We'll see you next time. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. <laughs>